Alright, hey, welcome back to the Six of Swords. This is the seventh episode of the second season. For now, we're still doing that. But it is the, uh, I believe, 59th episode overall. So, welcome back. This is a show about art, spirituality, and healing. And uh, I appreciate all of those who uh, send in their appreciation for the show. I want to just say that I'm getting some great, fun feedback. And you guys are really, and some of you are really appreciating uh, some of the things that you hear on this. And uh, it's definitely a huge part of the why we do this. Um, of course, uh, excited to uh, see there's, uh, there's a lot of different ways to, to start playing with the value for value model, too. I, I see on Mofax, another great show that's doing the value for value model. It's in that network, like this show, and the Six of Cups, Six of Wands, and Six of Discs are all part of. They are uh, announcing the names of those who donate even at lower levels. So we're going to make it optional. If you want uh, anything that is donated that is above the $5 level at this point, uh, if you'd like to get something mentioned, uh, you definitely can do that. The 1111 uh, is a popular one as well, but um, I definitely want to make it so that for some of you, if you haven't been donating because you don't think you'll get it, I want to open that up. I don't want to make it prohibitive. And I know that um, still uh, it's tight times out there, and uh, the show is pretty new. And uh, while there is a lot of value that comes from it, I want to make sure that um, I really open that up. So if you want to donate $5 and get a note read, uh, at this point in the show, we should definitely make it more open. So thank you to Mofax for opening my eyes to that. Of course, you can donate to the show by going to occultfan.com, hitting the donate button, or entering as your destination, uh, occultfan at gmail.com, when you go over to PayPal. Enter that in, and any amount, a popular one, is the 1111 per month. That is, uh, for now, we are offering a chat session. Uh, if you are part of the Six of Swords Discord, you'll uh, be able to get all this information. But uh, the uh, Zoom link goes out to those who are donating 1111 per month. It's 1111 Club right now, and on the 11th of every month, I give uh, a bit of a talk, and we just uh, shoot the shit and uh, shoot the breeze and... Uh, it's kind of cool for now, as uh, as I make up more as I go along. So we have Valerie Bowie with us this evening. And uh, she's super hip. And uh, she's been around the Gnostic uh, whirlpool for some time now. And I wanted to bring her on and um, have a discussion with her. And uh, this is one of the reasons I really like doing the show. So uh, I hope that you get a lot out of what we say and... Uh, yeah, uh, definitely watch the movie I Am Fishhead. I will be linking that in the show notes. Getting better with the show notes after all. So I will see you in the mid-tro for those who have donated. On. So the uh, executive producer amount and associate executive producer amount are still uh, set at the typical value-for-value value model. Uh, but in this, it, when you donate, the top four donors a month get to play in the value-for-value value role-playing game, which is hosted on the Six of Wands. Six of Wands. Wands is fire, so that's live, right? Live is fiery, it's action, active. And uh, we also read a hot fire-based poem on each of the Six of Wands. I really like poetry, so we do that. Alrighty, into the show! Hey, welcome back to the Six of Swords. This is the Six of Swords. It is a show about art, spirituality, and healing. It is supported by the value-for-value role-playing game model, as pioneered by No Agenda. Uh, 
And uh, this is also the, I believe, seventh episode of the second season, what we're calling, but uh, it's the 59th episode overall. Uh, we're still getting that worked out in the process. But if you like the show, of course, uh, any amount uh, that you wish to donate is ex uh, totally expressly thank uh, thanked and gratified. And uh, you can just send that to uh, PayPal, hit occultfan at gmail.com as the, uh, I guess you would say, destination and uh, send away. You can also just go to occultfan.com and hit the uh, donate button. All of that stuff aside, this is one of my favorite things that I get to do with this show is that there's all sorts of people out there talking about all sorts of things. There's only so much time in the day and all of the, you know, it's true. And it's good to pause and take a breather and relax and let yourself really be in the moment as well. And all of the tension between those two seeming uh, didactics or whatever. Um, I think it's important to put out uh, not just like people who have written excellent things, but people who might also just be really cool and even up and coming or uh, really insightful anyways. Like, it's people you want to talk to and hear from, you know, they don't always have books written, I guess. And uh, so some of those people take the form of like, you know, light hits all different angles and comes into this realm in all sorts of different ways. So uh, I guess uh, without further an introduction than that, um, let's just first of all say, uh, we're going to say hello to Valerie Bowie here. How are you, Valerie? <laughs> hello. Can I uh, introduce <laughs> you quickly? Well, uh, just saying that, because um, we got to know each other. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, Valerie um, is, let's see here, besides like the coolest intro for anyone I can think of, this is, I love this, she left the farm, now navigating the realm. She currently has no books to offer, just the stories of a secret life of a Southern housewife. You say just, <laughs> like it's just. And she says that the blog's kind of defunct-ish right now but uh there is a blog out there for you guys to reach her at but this is uh valerie so say hi to valerie and hi valerie how are you hello um it's good to talk with you i mean i've chatted with you a couple times over the years here and there but um yeah it's good to finally chat face to face and say what's up hello <laughs> well that was a nice conversation nice to see you see you in another seven years or so right yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was good it's like it's like an eclipse flower like one of those so that's cool. Like that things like that exist in our reality, like a flower that can exist for like brief seconds. And then. Yep. Wild. What wild is that? Place we live in. Let's, wild. Let, <laughs> let's start there. Let's start. Let's let's start with that kind of uh, evocation almost. Um, what do you think about like, what does that bring to you, bring to mind for you? Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, it's just crazy. Sometimes you think about um, different life forms, like, I, I guess some of us in this in this uh, realm of uh, magic and whatever, we have these thoughts more than other people. But like, I'm always like looking at ants crawling around and and different things, and like, uh, you know, thinking, you know, if I accidentally step on these guys, like I'm just wiping out like a whole gang of creatures. You know, it's just yeah. it's just crazy. But um, yeah, it's it's weird. You know, some people, some things, and some people too. Uh, they have they're only here for a short time and and then that's it so you just got to do what you need to do and hopefully you get it all taken care of 
Well, that's what I was Anytime thinking about earlier. Have. Yeah, like Marcus Aurelius says something to the effect of just live every day as if it's your last because yep. it, it is that ephemeral. And it's like, why else be here but to be here? Yeah, I've definitely uh, lately since all this COVID stuff, which I had already kind of been thinking about um, mortality, like memento mori kind of stuff. I'm drawn to that sure. kind of kind of stuff. Same. But, ever, uh, yeah. Ever since I was a kid, I feel you. Yeah. Uh, but I've I've been thinking about it a lot more and trying to just go with things and be more free because uh, it's it's a it's a struggle for me being out there versus reserved. You know, so. Do you do you want to know? Are you comfortable sharing your sun sign? I want to ask your birthday birthday, but uh, are you comfortable sharing your sun sign? Yeah, I'm an Aquarius. Um, yes. I'm de- I'm definitely like your typical Aquarius. I'm kind of aloof sometimes. Um, s- semi cold, <laughs> um, but also it, it's. I think I told Miguel one time. Uh, it's like you like the idea of humanity, but you hate humans. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to butter it up, just how it is. <laughs> yeah. That that point of view is understandable from like for so many people at different times of their lives, so though. We all get that. We all get that way sometimes. You know what I mean? Yep. Also, it doesn't help <laughs> that we have like super violent video games that like make people just like super like <laughs> everything's a character. You even like have yeah. like, an actual NPC meme that's evolved. It's like to say nothing of memes themselves. Yeah, I definitely uh, think that there are NPCs. There's just like nothing in there. You isn't, know. isn't that fucked up? <laughs> well, there, there, there's something. It's a wearing automaton that has been well mechanized and in, 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 in orchestrated, toned, tuned, so that it will repeat the particular input output. This, that, the other thing, and it's over. That's what I they, like how you how you describe that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of making up as I go along. I'm a Pisces. See, I'll tell you, I'm very, my whole chart's in the daytime. I'm like the last, I'm born at the last 14 minutes of the day. So I'm still a day chart. That's how it works, right? So um, actually Saturn's easier for people with day charts, but Mars is harder. That's a little thing that flips around. And Mars is easier for night chart people if you're born on that side. And Saturn's going to be harder. Just a thing in general. So basically, huh. someone who has a Pisces rising, I just make it up as I go along as a long story short. <laughs> yeah, I do too sometimes, yeah. Yeah, well, the whole thing does. I, let's get into what you think of the construct so-called in Gnosticism, because I just found out I'm taking Austin Kopic's, uh astrology course for the first year, and um, he, we're, we were just going over the uh, houses, and uh, he, for, he was asking for people who have Saturn in the ninth house, and I have Saturn in the ninth house. And he's like, oh, well, yada, yada, through instruction, he brought me to the point where I realized, I was like, oh, Saturn's of limitations, and that's the ninth house, which is of spirituality, higher thought and thinking. Of course, I, I had this realization. Uh, I, I was like, of course, I resonate with Gnosticism, where it's about something that is limiting, and that's a higher belief system that we are infinite light trapped in these little, you know, it's like, holy shit, mm-hmm. my chart to like resonate with Gnosticism. You see what I'm saying? So I think anyway. I have Saturn and uh, Mars and Scorpio, uh, but I, I can't remember what house it's in. That's something to find out later. If you, yeah, I mean, so anyways, um, the long story short was like, yeah, if you if you look at, um, geez, where's, I was trying to say something about the astrology of that, but anyways, there's a billion things you could start to talk about. That's what do you? I, I wanted to ask you this though on this topic. What do you think about like? pre-astrology versus post-astrology finding out and then we'll talk about the construct what did you 
what did you feel about like when you when you actually knew that like a rising sign was a thing and it was actually a precise mechanism rather than this infinitely silly newspaper column thing what was yeah what's I'm, I'm trying to ask for you your personal experience what's the biggest difference pre and post that awakening like what was it like to have that happen and maybe you can tell so other people who aren't quite there yet mm-hmm. yeah you get it you get it yeah yeah um before I, yeah all i pretty much knew was newspaper column bullshit like you're talking about and um i, I as i've kind of went through some of my research i learned more about some basic astrology stuff and, and then one day i finally uh just had a reading done dan at cosmic keys did mine nice um i think it was probably about a year ago cool um but everything he said was like spot on there was nothing that was kind of like eh, like everything was like dead on and so for me that that really told me you know i understand that it's everything is basically a made-up system um so it whatever works is my big thing and yep, absolutely it, it worked so you know I got a lot out of it and um, I'd like to, I'd like to dig deeper into that for sure. Cool. Yeah, no, um, I've, uh, I will, I will gladly after this uh, ongoing, as we talk, I can, uh, cause I'm learning too. So it'll be a good ex- mm-hmm. experience for both of us to see what I can. It's poetry. It's poet. I'm learning so much about like the world and it's the quadrivium. It's important to bring that into this because like you look at it as a wheel and you can see like the 12, like, so this is obviously an audio show, but people can hold up their hands in front of them and put a circle around. You don't have to do the eye in the pyramid. You can just make a <laughs> like an easy slip. Oh, Illuminati. No, dude, I'm just astrology. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> composure. What's that? Um, so you, <laughs> you <laughs> focusing, you got the circle of the Zodiac and you also have the Zodiac um, representing seven planets in the seven notes. And then you have also the 12 signs, which is like add the five accidentals and you get the 12 signs of the Zodiac. So you're realizing that there's a way to mathematically and easily compute the actions of the music and the stars. And obviously, if you were thinking from a Shakespearean level of a globe shaped kind of stage, you could actually move stars and comets on a stage as characters with personalities as Jupiterian and as Martian as the planets themselves. So, you know, talk about good wizardry. Uh, what do you, what do you, what do you see about the modern Hollywood equivalent of that and what people call MK ultra, but what might be from how I just described that framework, maybe something parallel. Um, well, I definitely think that people encode things, people in Hollywood encode things into, into our, music and movies and tv and everything like that as far as astrology um and well all kinds of shit but definitely astrology um and that was a weird thing for me to realize too i think uh i was listening to like crow or somebody uh talk about how the movie michael how it basically goes through uh some astrological stuff that's john um, travolta right yeah old school dude I can't remember much about it now because it's been it's been so long and like the way I operate is I listen to podcasts or, or different things all day during work and it, I got it on like two x speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I just like take stuff in so fast, but I don't really absorb <laughs> absorb it that well, which is probably not a good thing. Uh, but yeah, 
it works in different <laughs> ways for different people. I mean, like, I think it would be totally, some people would say, oh, you, um, it's like that. It's, it's hackneyed to me to just simply rest upon master of none, you know, uh, it seems like some people do replicate if it works for you. Like some people need certain bits of information, they're processing, they absorb what they need, and they move on. If it works for you, I mm-hmm. think that for some people, the monastic kind of like, you know, what's your optimal? Well, for this guy or person or whomever, it's this way of being, you know, and it's other people need to be fast and it changes for different people. And maybe in the future, you'll have a different need also Aquarius. So, I mean, like take your pick too. So <laughs> yeah, definitely Aquarius, you know, it has to be technologically, you know, techno, technical, technical, technological stuff. <laughs> yes, me too. I'm all about it. <laughs> I can't talk. Sorry. Um, I'll go ahead and apologize for everybody has to bear through my Southern accent. Oh, don't yeah. apologize. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to edit your apology out, but I mean, like we're lucky. <laughs> I'm lucky to hear it. And it's amazing that I don't do that thing that people do where you start talking in someone else's accent. Cause you know how often that happens. Yeah, I do it too. Depend if I'm back home, it gets even worse. It's no, isn't that fascinating? Like, I mean, like, I don't know. It's an age-old conversation, but we might as well have dabble in it. Isn't that fascinating? How the same what we call language can be like. How does it uh, mutate?s A weird word to use, but you know what I mean. The mm-hmm. audience, yeah, the definitely. Audience knows if I'm around uh, Hispanic people, like I used to work with some Hispanic people in a restaurant and. Um, I would catch myself like it it would kind of mimic their speech or yeah. like, um, you know, just different people that I'm around. If, if I'm in a group that's different. Um, do you, do you but, wonder like, like how over the centuries, like you can imagine like a Lawrence of Arabia, I wonder if he picked up their accent as part of his speech. And then like, if he went to an, I don't know, just <laughs> thinking like, you know, Chinese accent, Dude, Peter Lavenda has come to mind lately because he wrote this book about doing trade with China, mm-hmm. which is relevant for now for all the reasons. And like, you know, it's it's like Biff Gemini, which I'm happy to call him. And I think you know who I'm talking about. Like you're already like intuitively like the president, of course, is Biff Gemini. He's uh, oh. Biff, he's Biff Tannen from the Back to the Future movie, and he is a Gemini <laughs> Gemini son. So that he was a lifelong Democrat, elected as a Republican, is Hatton mm-hmm. is I want to say Hatton glove is hand in glove for a Gemini to do, you know. So, anyways, he's definitely a trickster. Biff definitely. Gemini, yeah. Well, he's also the rich guy, like Biff Tannen in Back to the Future. Like you take that and the fact that he was in the pro wrestling, I mean, that says it all. I don't, I don't have an opinion beyond with the three sentences I just said. That's the angle I look at it from. It's like a, a, a so let's get back to the construct. I think we, we, <laughs> we're going to do that. Well, no, this is good because basically if we arrive at the same conclusion, we'll see why that we're even having the conversation in this spiral manner. Um, so what do you think? What is, what, yeah, I don't, I don't mind once in a while using this verbiage. So I will with, with deference to Gordon White, but what am reality? Oh, um, hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of like the, um, what's the Schrodinger's chat thing? Like you don't really know Mm-hmm. anything yeah. else for sure except for that you exist maybe is that, is that <laughs> maybe <laughs> have you seen twin peaks season three i have not oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 okay never mind never mind no yeah sp- i've 
I've missed a lot of like some of the conversations that uh, the people get in in our circles. Mm -hmm. I'm like totally out in left field because I'm, yeah. How far into Twin Peaks could we go if we were, you have season two scene, right? No, I've not seen any of them. Yeah, I'm like way out there. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah guys, I've got, I've got take a lot a break. of stuff to catch up on. We're going to, this is a six of swords. We will be back. Uh, it's like a temper, it's like the Area 51 caller just called. It's like the, like our satellite just went out. I, <laughs> I need an excuse to go sit down. She, she has like paper sack in hands. Just... <sighs> <laughs> she hasn't seen Twin Peaks. No, it's good, dude. Um, did you know this? One of the silliest things in a, in a, in a really happy way for me is that I was, and I mean silly in how happy I am about it. But like, I was interviewed on the Twin Peaks Unwrapped podcast one time, and that was a happy, like, just strange series of events. But it's kind of like it's only going to be around for like another couple of months, and it's just going away. And I was just like, wow, that's a nice little thing in life. And I don't know why I'm bringing that up right now. <laughs> It's okay. You were talking about hey, I'm, I'm a rambler too. I get I, off on tangents. I, well, I was going to say, I'm not rambling if I'm tying it back around to the fact that we're listening to a podcast right now. See, True, yeah. All on the same. So you <laughs> think that it's a Schrodinger's cat thing. Let's bring it because there's no rambles. It's only brambles if we fall into the non rosier parts of life. But fuck that shit. You need the bramble. <laughs> so let's do it. Um, well, anyways, like your construct views. What do you think about this Schrodinger's cat thing? Like if you look at it, does it disappear? Is that what you're saying? Or. Like, what do you mean? Well, I've definitely been trying to figure out, you know, how much I really affect things or, you know, the argument sure. of, uh, the argument of as above, so below kind of thing, where am I, is this happening to me or am I happening to it? <laughs> or I don't know. I'm horrible at communication. But you know, no, no, you're doing great. And you know, the, I agree with you. The answer is yes to that though. It's that, I mean, like, it's obviously, it seems that, like, so this other day I was reading this Taoist thing about how, like, God's, like, basically coming from the internal and, like, the only thing that differentiates it um, is the whirling of, you know, basically what I think they were alluding to is the celestial, the stars, the planets, what we call the luminaries. And he says everything comes from the void. Everything comes from the, in, like, the emptiness within so like when they say like the great mother is actually the creation by like the polarities of male, female, actual truth, God would be the void. Then the differentiations are the mechanisms that are causal, causing. So yin and then yang, 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 yang. And the yang's like the stars. If you've seen the Thoth card uh, in the Frida Harris uh, Thoth deck, excuse me, if you've seen the um, star card in the, uh, the Thoth deck, that always, anyways, um, if you've seen it, it shows the star, any star card will show energy being whirled around. And so that's mm -hmm. basically the same um, mechanation that we're talking about from the vase of the Taoist nothingness into the, so I mean like people and uh, like a lot of, no, uh, it's very common for people to talk about gnosism, gnosism, there we go. Like, me, I'm smart too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gnosism. For people to talk about how there's like a a, a captor Yaldabaoth, um, butt slaves of the establishment. Uh, obviously, like we need to give a shout out to Miguel, who we love. Oh him. yeah, and he's um, doing. I don't know. If we start saying nice things, it's like Pandora's box will open, and I'm sure he wouldn't be too upset if it did. So, anyways, let's just keep let's just keep moving forward by saying that he really makes a lot of things um, 
possible for his because of his honesty and love and bravery and pers pers what's the word persistence that's the one um he makes a lot of things possible for a lot of us to have further conversations he really oh yes he really is a prime mover in some ways he he moves the conversation along and he's integral in our in our community um i just i guess like now that i'm actually like looking at the thing without being too silly about it like he those are some serious things that um you know it's like we fucking had tracy and then she you know so just while we have people just let them know you love them that's all you don't have to do more than that mm -hmm. that's all we had to do and uh, yeah i'm very appreciative of miguel because um otherwise i'd probably still be in like a eb and night ish cult <laughs> being very very uh rigid and uh ugh, god i don't even know if i want to go into that but yeah i'm glad to have his group because i joined a couple years ago and it's it's been constant for me uh keeping my sanity maybe <laughs> <laughs> no dude you're you're yeah, your sanity, whatever version of it, is probably a thousand one hundred eleven percent more clear than. Yeah, you're doing okay. I'm gonna say because well, who the fuck am I to say though? Like honestly, and there it goes. Now I have to put the explicit button. There it is. It's a matter of it was ready for it's. It's like I make it to the, at least it wasn't like the end. And I was like, I'm not gonna edit it either. Uh, so, anyways, the idea is that um, I have a potty mouth too, so it it. It'll come out sometime or another. <laughs> I I have several different views on different things coming through me at different times, and I usually try not to swear in general. As like whatever that's it seems to be a constant, a a most constant behavior for me, is how I put that. Because like everything. So to answer your um, like it's kind of like a, I don't know if you really, I, I don't know if I fully understand what you think the the construct is or what your your topography, or what it, cosmology even. Maybe well, I went through all the flat earth stuff and um, yeah. you know, I went through so many different things. Oh my God, that stuff will fuck you up. Yeah. Um, at this point, I don't really know. I cannot, I have not verified for myself what shape this place is. Not so I, I can't say what it is. No. Um, I just know my immediate vicinity, you know, my environment, what I can gather from that. But Precisely. yeah, I have no idea what shape this place is. Yes. Um, there. it could be a hologram it's, it's way cooler like i mean like you kind of wonder like back to that controller aspect like is there a yaldi bayoth and stuff like that and the butt slaves and stuff because i think that's what we're like you gotta and the illuminati card game comes to mind obviously like mm -hmm. just like who knows what how does that work see for me i'm not gonna say anything yet <laughs> but like i'll try to say a little bit at least but it's really about what you think and like when you see all that stuff, like, I mean, like, man, what's going on with that? <laughs> I'm just going to ask that way. Let's go with that. Yeah, I get, I get pretty frustrated with just the realization that everything is basically exploiting everything else or consuming everything else. Like that tool song, right? Life feeds on life. Uh, it's called Disgustipated. It's I like, don't, I've probably heard it, um, but I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. The super weird um, my memories of tool are listening on third shift while stocking shelves at the grocery store <laughs> which al so, which album was that oh god that was years ago so i don't even know 2001 like, or 2006 probably around 2001 yeah all right so lateralis then right yeah that sounds familiar but yeah Dude. the guys i worked with they would take the uh 
take the old um, intercom thing and hold it. They'd hold it in with a paper clip and they would put, put their radio beside of it so it could blare all through the grocery store while we were stocking shelves. Legends. So, Fucking legends. Yep. Good for <laughs> That's the way to do it. Um, you know what, though? Um, I'm not even going to comment out on the future grocery stores are going to be run by robots. Those guys are fucking legends. For sure. <laughs> so you do, th- do things while they're fun, kids, because mommy and daddy of gods in the sky are going to put robots here and take your... F- anyway, I'm not going to even go there again. <laughs> I'm going to try not to joke like that any further. All right. So anyway, I was going to say, like, um, you know you can take that and rearrange it uh, and get the holy gift out of that. I've heard your podcast on it. Um, a couple of your podcasts, I think, where you've talked about the Tool album. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, go ahead. But yeah, I've I've not. I'm. This is like sacrilege for you, I'm sure. But that's like, cool, man. Tool, Tool's not like my. Like I don't really know much about them, or I just I know I, when I hear them. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're not. I was more I, into like STP and Incubus and that kind of thing. I fucking love science. Anti Gravity Love Song is one of the best jams of ever time. Like for this time of year that song yeah i think i got into them when they when they came out with uh make yourself and then that's you what, were here that i only really peaked with them at make yourself that album is pristine that's like mm-hmm. hybrid theory make yourself and hybrid theory are excellent like put those two together but um you know let me get me yeah no i don't care if no i wouldn't even call myself a tool fan to be honest with you it's a weird thing isn't it like I'm literally, I, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm coming correct. I, it's, it's a big part of your life, but it's just, yeah. I don't, yeah, no, well, it's not, it's hard to say. It's, it's more like the fact that like a rock album can do what that does really gets my juices going. I mm-hmm. love that there's an album you can rearrange and get an entire new story, just like in a way tarot cards are a perfect way to do that. <laughs> Um, yeah I love music I'm more into like a lot of people in the Gnostic community are, are more into the old scriptures and like the Nag Hammadi and, and I mean sure. to me some of the stuff is very vague and, and cryptic and 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 even fragmented and it's just like I'm like yeah it's all right some of it's all right but I like lyrics I love song lyrics um, poetry that kind of thing but yeah, I really yeah. dig some song lyrics and music videos. Like I watch music videos. Some of the old ones I, I look at and I'm like, man, there was some wild stuff in there that I didn't even realize. Yeah, yeah. oh my God, going back. Yeah, um, let me ask you this though, because obviously the to the Bible point, because um, it, it's all about the level of the conversation too that you're approaching things at too, right? Like where what's the definitions, you know, if you're using these terms, you know, can you even get to a solution or do you need to back up and, you know, disintensify or intensify depending on what's appropriate for what's the outcome? And that's a really necessary uh, yeah, thing to consider in a lot and anything that's, you know, an important decision anyways. But like um, when, uh, let's see here. Uh, come back. Uh, okay, I'm gonna edit that out. Like, I don't know. Just the thought, literally, what the fuck were we just talking about right before I went down there? I was gonna. I had um, my. Right we were in. talking about music lyrics, and I was talking about scriptures. The Bible, like the, Bible the level of. Yeah. Jesus. I felt the thought leave me. Um, oh yeah, and we talked. Uh, we talked about earlier about having. Do you impact this world? Or does it? 
And it's like, well, do thoughts have us? Do we have thoughts? That comes to mind, right? Obviously, it's a phasing in and a phasing out. And it depends on how strong the will of is the individual uh, that you know is interfacing with the design, I guess is a quick way to say. Um, yeah, but, I had a really weird thing happen recently that yeah, yeah, go, freaked oh, yeah. me out. Go ahead. Like, I have a friend who's who's been out of work because he's a musician and he's been doing live streams online. And I've been throwing him some tip money on pay, uh, PayPal. So like the first week I did it, uh, I think I sent him seven seventy seven, and then um, the next week it was like Easter week, and I sent him eight 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 because it was like he looks kind of like Jesus anyway. And huh. so I I put some little thing in the note, and I, I would put something different in the notes every time, and it, he would get a kick out of it. I love and so that. the next week I was gonna do nine nine nine. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like this cheesy uh lawyer in our area that has um his phone number is all nines <laughs> and he's a personal injury lawyer yeah, well yeah. i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna send him uh 9.99 next week and so then when he gets on there i hadn't sent it to him yet he starts playing and he starts telling a story about how him and his wife got into a wreck oh no and i was like oh my god like i was had the image of like a personal injury lawyer yeah in my head yeah. like, and he fucking got in a wreck like what the fuck so i sent him 25 dollars. <laughs> <laughs> good on you i'm sure he appreciated that especially after such an that's uh, i hope he's okay i hope everyone there is okay and that's uh I'm yeah good. everything's cool but i was like oh, okay maybe i shouldn't do that anymore <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know if that's necessary good one good one see things can happen like that and we can take it in different ways that's what's important is you know, I'm I'm trying to figure out the actual mechanisms behind that when all at the same time we're still just trying to be living too. But um let's bring it back around to the Bible and um we were talking about because I, I'm trying to say that like if you're using just like say the scriptures as like that's your conversation, there's different ways to do that as amongst other texts, right? Is that the whole uh set of parameters that you can use for that? Or are there like you know, is there another whole aspect of that? Like just talking about biblical stories isn't even enough. We need to introduce like, you know, there's celestial arts like astrology and to say like, perhaps this is representing just like Shakespeare was representing a movement throughout uh, uh, like a moving of a, a magic wand, which then brings me around to like the music and the things we we're talking about. Is it enough to look at them as like, just like the arts that we listen to and oh, I vibe with how like he does this or that. Like, let me uh, bring it back to Tool for a second. Um, I just figured out the other day, like, what he's doing, whether intentionally or otherwise, is, like, super genius. Notice, what's the biggest song for them? You would, anyone knows this, like, when you hear... Ariel's? Uh, oh, no, that's just Mother Down, isn't it? I'm getting confused. Um... A lot of people would say it's sober, right? That's the biggest... Oh, yes, yes, yeah. And I was just I get them in a system of a down confused for some reason. I listen to them a lot, especially actually lately I've been listening to them a lot. You might be picking up on that. Um, the Hypnotize Mesmerize is an album pair. I would definitely suggest people go out and listen to get a high quality if you can and listen to those albums as albums uh, and one after another pair them together. They're meant to be paired together. Anywho, just like Kid Amnesiac by Radiohead. 
uh, kid A and amnesiac is kid amnesiac. And that's, they both have the morning bell. So, um, one thing I noticed basically about sober is like the level of like, and this goes back around to using the texts and how the movements of the wand are moved and like through different like ways of like the tree of life and just like celestial movements and things like that. Like, and even with the killing of the king ritual and shit like that. Um, so basically like the lyrics themselves are like dynamic, the, especially tools lyrics, the good lasting lyrics, Pink Floyd lyrics, Led Zeppelin lyrics even, but especially tool in this case, that system too, definitely Radiohead for sure. And Kate Bush always, uh, but uh, long story short, and I guess we got to make a seven out of that. So I'm going to throw, um, Oh, I want to say Todd Rundgren. Anywho. So getting back to it, what he does with sober is he takes notice how he says why this does this have this effect on you too why can't we not be sober like doesn't that kind of like yeah. it jangles everyone right you you really gotta kind of puzzle that you're like why can't well what's he singing about okay it's a song da, 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 da. just keep going with the song never really figure it out and so like you really have to puzzle on it like and so it's like to make so like when I'm, as I'm even talking about it now, you have to like, their music digs into you. It gets into you. It's like, ooh, you know, if you, there's like a, a phrase saying like, if you get a girl, like you get her, oh my God, what is it? I don't know. Like, I think it was Scroobius Pip. So I'm trying to say this the right way. But he says something like, if you can get a girl's um, mind, basically, then you get the girl. It's he it was more there was a two-parter there you got there you build it up it's like ah the mind though so anyways the point is is that that's the truth um of uh so what am i trying to say with this other thing though bringing it back around to um shit man i'm not gonna say i'm not stoned the fuck lyrics was i just talking about sober god lord thank you <laughs> Smoking more weed because we can't not be. <laughs> so what happens is what ha no, see this is how it's you it's like funny how like my mind works. It's it's literally hilarious almost. It's like that we're even existing. So the point is is that I had this thing where I realized the other day I'm like okay sober because I'll uh, I was thinking about Doom Patrol and uh, Rebus is one of the characters. I was like Rebus. Oh Rebus is sober. Rebus is an enigma. Why can't we not be sober? It's a self-reflexive, right? Sober Rebus. He's playing with the concept, talking about the concept, using the language to then build a solid foundation of interplay of the reality, doing the thing that he's talking about. He's even getting you drunk on the song almost. Hmm. For a guy who has a vineyard, I'm impressed. This is OG shit. And so like, as a poet, I'm impressed, frankly. So, but the idea then further goes to like, um, when you have someone who's doing like a rebus or solving, it's like, well, why can't we not be sober? You know, it's like saying that like the natural state of things being as they are, like he's, he, you know what? I could puzzle on this even further because now I'm actually starting to do even uh, this is this is it's, it's, it's got it's got a it's got a living question to it. So I invite I'm not going to say any further. I think it is better if I leave it there and let other people like already because that's that's going farther far enough with it. Uh, I think other people should offer their interpretations when they hear this. That'd be great. But what do you think about that? Just as I've said it there, because like I just 
made that shit up the other day and it seems to have some there's more to it there but i don't want to keep going on this is long story short but what do you think about that valerie hmm um i'm not sure <laughs> um i mean i definitely there's some and I can't think of anything off the top of my head because when you put me on the spot like that, it just uh, makes my mind go blank. But uh, yeah, there's I definitely some, too. some songs that, uh, that are really, once you, I remember sitting down and actually having the fold out thing and looking through the lyrics. And like nowadays you don't get that anymore. And the lyrics uh, for me are very important and they can really, uh, yeah, take you places that, you know, when you're just listening to them and even if you're just singing them going down the road, it, it just doesn't hit you the same way when you actually see the words and you and you thinking about them consciously, you know? Yeah. Someone was saying that the other day, I think it was on MoFax with uh, Mo and Adam and they were talking about how like when you rap, that's like a powerful tool that you use. That's something that's incredibly useful and if you if you know you realize the power of that, you're definitely gonna want to like co-op that shit like MK Ultra that at least you know. Yeah, it's definitely. What is that saying? Every uh, thought is a prayer, and every word is a spell. So That's right. yeah, I definitely believe that. Well, the Catholics know that, and they've like they've uh, author they've taken magic into like and have hoarded it for you know and several groups have not just it's not exclusive. To this there's a lot of awesome Catholics. Like some of my favorite people are actually definitely raised that way. But um, like it's like there's very important uh, work to still be done in the liberation of the mind. I think, and I think that's oh yes, like the main thing that like just if uh you know if if I may say the uh one of the I'm just gonna bring this up because I actually have this thing over here um da -da -da -da. where is this over here. Ah, that was a good way to interrupt a good flow of things. <laughs> well, anyway. Yeah, as far as the Catholic church and everything, I used to, I mean, I went through this phase where I basically hated anything Catholic. You know, you go through the sure. phases of, you know, hardcore Christian. I was Southern Baptist and then coming out of that. And, yeah. Uh, I can you see. Know, then you hate everything pagan, everything pagan's evil. And, and then, and the Catholic church is evil. And, you know, you just keep going through phases. But, now I'm, I mean, I can dig some of their stuff because like you said, it's very magical. It's under the disguise <laughs> of, uh, you know, religion, according to the people that practice it, they don't really understand what they're doing, but well, that's a, that's a, um, really, some of them do. that's a really important part of that. But that's, I guess that brings us back around, um, to the idea of like these things being spells and like, you know, they were talking about how, you know, the master tapes would have things cast on them and stuff like that. And that would follow every album. I mean, there's something to be said about vibrator vibratology and vibraturgy that, you know, you wouldn't really need to cast a spell. Like a master tape itself would carry the energy put into it and that would go. I mean, I'm sure they do something to amplify it or something like that. But like that mm -hmm. being said, like, so what is what of this world being like a realm of, you know, what you could call like the harmony of the spheres and stuff and like, you know, how far are those the uh, are those the butt slaves to the establishment? So-called like what is like, or is that not really a thing? Like, I mean, take us there, like take us a little further into this. Sometimes I wonder if we're not the slave masters and the butt slaves too. Um, you nope. know, um, I'm not sure, like as far as some other entities beyond us that are controlling, 
I mean, I definitely think there's That's other question. people that are in controlling positions that have a lot of power yeah. uh, and they, and they know how to manipulate. Um, but as far as like, I'm not sure what I believe. I think I keep everything in possibility yeah. um, as far as aliens or, yep. uh, I mean, I've had some weird things happen to make me think that there's, there's something, but I don't know. I can't pin it down. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, it's like connected to the greater reality too. Like how did we even incarnate here and our, you know, where do we incarnate next or whatever? Like it's all related to like how that we even perceive and process that information. You know, um, some people think it's dimensionally. Some people think it's a simulation. I mean, I'm fairly sure it's uh, the best way to put it is a dream. I mean, I don't have a better. Yeah, word. I like the dream analogy a lot. I have a yeah, I have a thing on it's a mellow mushroom poster on my bedroom that says it was all a dream, <laughs> <laughs> and um, a dream thing in my office too. So yeah, it's that's definitely a word I would use to describe it. <laughs> and I don't mean it in some kind of like, um, I, I mean it in like the full rapturous sense that like, there's all this, like there's, there's, there's a cost to being here. Like, I think, yeah. that like, you know, you, we pop the ticket, take the ride kind of thing that like, there's a cut, like the sin, there's an, the inherent sin is that we are easy. We are infinite spirits in this flesh to be in this flesh is a yep. problem for an infinite thing that's okay i don't have the fucking answers i'm just saying that's pretty clear to me and i'd say that like what's useful is then like building up and cultivating whatever that is that you're suddenly like aware that you're in and keep being aware that you're in that thing and like keep cultivating it and remember that the conspiracy is like a vampire it's just taking uh things are happening everywhere be the thing that's happening where you are nice <laughs> <laughs> sorry my boss is leaving i was waving at him as he was going by rad no yeah. it's uh, I, 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 it is a good sign that like when i finish and there's like a waving i'm like ah that worked <laughs> um so what do you what do you what do you was on the same on the same wavelength because we don't know what we we don't know what ufos or fairies because i think those are related um what about a uh, deja vu or what people like to call i call it divine feedback but people like to call it synchronicity and i'm not going to try to change what everyone says i just think divine feedback is a more adult way of looking at it or whatever it's just like this is what happens but people get excited and it's like it's not a game i've yet. had some definitely oh, uh works. synchronistic things happen like uh one day me and my boss were talking about different shows we had been to like uh rock shows and he was talking about how he had seen um What's the guy from Van Halen? Um, dang it. David Lee David, Roth. David Lee Roth, yes. He came to uh, the House of Blues nearby, and he, he told me about how he went and seen him like, years ago. And he was like, that was like one of the craziest shows. And, and uh, I love Steel Panther. I don't know if you know who Steel Panther is. No. But um, Steel Panther is like a parody 80s band that's very, very lewd and vulgar. But... Um, I was like, man, my favorite show that I went to at House of Blues was Steel Panther. And um, I was like, man, I, I hope they come back. They'll probably never come back here, though. So then my friend Peter, who I got turned on to Steel Panther, sends me a picture that he had found one of their CDs in like a discount bin. <laughs> and then like right after that, fucking Steel Panther is like going to play at the House of Blues again. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That's like, how they it works, did their dude. Halloween show here a couple of years ago. So, yeah. The conspiratorial mind would think that there is someone who was like sent in there and placed the CD in front of your friend and like, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, it was wild. And I've had a couple things like that. Um, but, th but that's just how the world works, I think. It's more like that's just 
like our consciousness recognizing things and we're just usually taught to only look at what's in front of us and drive and you know are mm -hmm. you hitting the brake pedal or not kind of things whereas like oh that happened the light turned green when you know the podcast said turn green and i was like See, that's that's still just how it works that's just a different level of things that people can learn to uh, i'm not gonna say control but have a better interface with to say the least um what do you know about the uh the the as above so below idea of like the stars as like um in the chinese sense of like things for example but it's throughout like babylonia and even the kabbalah and things all of the astrology of the um, so above as above matching up with the microcosm of our bodies. Obviously, you've seen the zodiac man, but like, have you heard about this idea of like attuning different frequencies of the different? I have um, so, and different like, frequency therapy and like light therapy and that kind of thing. I've but with, with kind of touched on it a little bit, but I, the, I would like the to get into that more. Itself, with the astrology itself, though, is what I'm asking. Like the actual, oh. yeah. Yeah, I don't really know a lot about the uh, the frequencies of like the planets and that kind of thing. I guess is what you're talking about, right? So, but this, I want to introduce the idea because I I think that like for a lot of people who are interested in gnosis and things like that, there's this whole like Western like I was super thrilled to hear. Uh, super thrilled doesn't sound right, but whatever. I was glad to hear Miguel have. Um, gosh, what was his? Um, it's not Eric, right? On about the Russian. Uh, what was it? The, um, he had the the Mother Russia and uh, the uh, the um, do you remember the podcast that Miguel had the other the other day? What's his name? I'm... Uh, Gary. Was it Gary? Gary Lockman. Yeah. Not Eric. Gary. All right. <laughs> good. And so, anyways, uh, he had Gary Lockman on, but um, what was I going to say? Like, what was I talking about just before I tried to bring up Gary? Because I was trying to bring up a point about something. Talking about the music of the spheres, kind of thing, or frequency of the spheres. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we have a we have a blindness. We don't look at the Russian, so we don't look at the Russian stuff. Is what I was trying to say. So we don't look at the. We have a we have like a Western. I was trying to very lightly and politely say that we have a ethno blindness to a lot of different traditions. And I was oh yes, yeah. I was heartened to see that Miguel had a different, authentically unique. You know, and he threw out like so like in like in a minute he's throwing out like five different like Russian poets, and I'm like. Uh, no way to bring up, you know, but still it's very cool. And so the idea is that there's a system of actually like meditating and getting your energy in your body and physically practicing a um, resonance. Like this is basically like chaos magic, but it's like passed down through Chinese tradition and mm -hmm. uh, you know, make up your, your, your mileage may vary, but like basically it's um, the work of Mantak Cha. And he talks about how all of the organs in our body, the liver, the lungs, the kidneys, and this, that, the other thing. I just want to introduce this idea to Gnostic, uh, the Gnostic, whatever, or whoever's listening. <laughs> the Taoist I'm definitely idea. into all that stuff. Yeah. I, I started doing Tai Chi a couple of years ago. Nice. And after I hurt my back, I couldn't go anymore. Uh, but, but yeah, it's, and we moved too, so that was part of the reason why I couldn't go. But I loved it, and I'm definitely into all the Eastern spirituality. I just ordered uh, Benabelle Wynn's book. Actually, it came yesterday. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet, but uh, The Tao of Craft. I just and, literally uh, wrote her name on a, a piece of paper yesterday. So that's, you know, but the list of other people I would like to speak with. So that's good timing. Yeah, dude. Um, you, you got her book, the, uh, art, the so that's cool. The Tao of Craft, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I've, I'm really into the Eastern. I, I, it's like I've... 
nothing against the Western tradition. Uh, it, it's like, it's so Abrahamic based. Like it's just a turn off yeah. for me. So I'm trying to look at other stuff. Um, yeah. That's you kind of what, what you're saying earlier with using the Bible as your, as your reference. Like, is that the whole conversation? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, for sure, dude. Um, so what, uh, what's some of the, like your, I have six questions I'll ask, like, uh, eventually down the line here, but this is not one of them. I just want to like, <laughs> I know, right? Um, how do you differentiate? Because I, because I sense. So like, um, what's like some of your favorite music recently that you would think that people would really uh, like appreciate having found out about that they probably wouldn't have if you hadn't said it down? Well, my one of my favorite musicians that I just recently found out about was Judy, is Judy Seal. Okay. And she is like from the seventies, uh, that whole Laurel Canyon kind of crew. Right on. Um, very, she's, she's very influenced by Rosicrucian stuff. I, if you don't know who she is, you will definitely dig her. Um, I think cause you're into Rosicrucian type stuff too. That's exciting but, to hear um, about. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Actually I found her cause Jason Lou did a article on her. Huh. Cool. And one of my friends posted it and the picture of her, there was like a resemblance to me in a way. Like I'm not, <laughs> like I'm not saying this chick like looks yeah. like I'm not saying I look exactly like her or anything like that. But just the angle and everything like that, I was like, I who the it. hell is that? I believe. And it. so I, I read the article and I kind of was like, after thinking about it a while, I'm like, I don't really dig this article because it kind of like makes out like her occult interests are the reason why she had her downfall or whatever. And her downfall is that she pissed her manager off. I mean, that's really <laughs> what the fuck happened. So, uh, anyway, you never have to let but, someone else's narrative influence your own. If you find it to be inadequate. Yeah. So, so that's how I found out about her and I started digging in like relentlessly. And unfortunately she only had a couple albums and, and they released like some odd and end things on a different album after her death. But, um, yeah. I love her stuff. Um, what was the album? What was the, uh, the, the, the album company that you mentioned? Did you say she was for asylum with David Geffen? Sure. sure. And, uh, I think, I think she was the first person that he signed. Really? And, uh, yeah. And she was, she was just so different. Like she has like this mixture of like ethereal, but folky. I don't even know. She called it like, country baroque or something like that i can't remember exactly how she worded it but uh there was there was like a lot of parallels when i was reading her stuff that that ticked off for me too um which was strange but you know i don't want to get into all that but but yeah she's definitely definitely interesting lady right on that's really cool to learn about rosicrucian influence no less yeah, and I'm I'm always into like the the tortured soul kind of people, and she definitely was a tortured soul. Um, so you like Nick Drake then? I don't know who that is. Oh, was he a Laurel Canyon type dude too? He was more over in uh, the British uh, uh, area of the world, and uh, okay, similar time period though. And uh, he died very young, uh, I believe. Uh, depression just ate him, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but he was a genius, and uh, you'd appreciate his work. Pink Moon, uh, 1972, I believe, is what he's chiefly known for. Of course, he was used in uh, like any good, uh, any really good music. I guess you'll find in a, it can be used in a not Noah Baumbach. Who am I trying to say? Wes Anderson film. It was used in um, the uh, Royal Tenenbaums. If I'm still, yeah, 
uh they used um was it fly i think and uh they might have used two in that movie which is a great film are you uh mm -hmm. some film what are some what are some great uh films gnostic artsy stupid fun or whatever like what do you mm -hmm. uh, throw some at us this is good too well, the Truman Show is definitely, that's definitely one that I relate to how I feel sometimes. I'm like, what's getting ready to fall out of the sky and surprise me? <laughs> it's like, are people really watching me behind uh, the windows or whatever? Um, <laughs> but yeah, Truman Show. She's on to us, Terminate Program XL. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, let's see. Idiocracy. That's yeah. like a documentary for America right now. It's oh so no, ridiculous. It's so, we <laughs> we got to be careful how we speak, of course, I guess, if anything has to do with words or something. I'm not like everything's positive, negative, but like, yeah, Jesus. It's close enough, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's the insane. The, the fucking, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it kills thirst. It kills the plant's thirst. <laughs> oh, oh! Uh, it's what plants crave. It's what um, plants crave. Yeah. It's gonna brutalize her. It's mutilize her thirst. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie so much. Um, oh man, uh, it's got that weird dude who's like trying to have like he has like so there's like the hick guy who has like all the kids, and, and then there's the weird dude who can't conceive at all. He's like he's like such a Trevor looking kind of. He's a, he looks like a Trevor, and like so I think he is called Trevor in that. Anyways, so it's like a Neville or a Trevor. And so he goes, he's the same guy that uh, is used in a lot of different David Lynch stuff. If you're, if you've seen like, uh, for example, he's definitely, a lot of people know him from Mulholland Drive. He was like the guy who was all freaked out about the guy behind the dumpster thing. But anyway. See, I've not even seen that. Like I'm so far behind. I'm oh man, David Lynch, you got to get in David Lynch. So good. Oh man, he's, he's chief amongst, he's first amongst equals or first amongst firsts in uh, filmmaking for sure. Cooler. Yeah, one of my, I like this movie. Uh, probably nobody, nobody ever talks about it, but uh, it's called um, Swordfish. Oh, Project Swordfish. Well, Halle I don't know Berry. if it's Project so Yes, Halle Berry was in it, and Hugh Jackman, and Tom, John Travolta was in that. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorite quotes is from that movie. Um, Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you, but I was just holding a swirl of hemp wick, thinking it was a microphone. I'm totally not going to tell you that. So, uh, yeah, um, if you're wondering what her favorite quote is going to be from that, you're going to find out later on at the end of the show. Uh, we're going to shift gears briefly, but again, this is the Midtro, so a quick shout-out to those who donate to the show between the executive producer levels, which get mentioned at the top, uh, the real Hollywood credits. Uh, for this amount, it's anything that's under $200, and uh, like I said, uh, if you even want to donate five uh, around this period of the show in the middle, called the Midtro. Uh, you get your notes read, and uh, if you have anything that um, you want me to read, or any kind of, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, we're gonna play with this, gonna make it interesting. Definitely, uh, feel free to add what you want to say. Of course, I reserve the right to, uh, to read, like, just like Adam and John have showed us, the Podfathers, uh, shown us the way. So anyways, let's just keep going. Let's get back into the show. Um, I value your time, and thank you for valuing this show. So again, you just donate. Um, of course, uh, you want to find out all the news and all the uh, connect with other people into the same kind of liberty, art, and uh, spirituality. Um, you can go to uh, Six of Swords Discord. You get that by hitting me up on Occult Fan at Twitter or uh, at OccultFan at gmail.com. You just ask me for a link, and uh, we'll make sure everything's kosher. And then uh, once you're in there, you know, uh, yeah, it'll be good. 
to get all the information on the show. And of course, to donate, you just go to recultfan.com, hit the donate button. And the same thing with going to PayPal, just enter recultfan at gmail.com as your destination in any amount that you please. And uh, we will read your notes at this point. Anything above uh, five. We're trying to make it more open. Uh, MoFax really opened my eyes. Like I want to say again, uh, thank you to them. And as always, thank you to No Agenda. Thank you to Nox Mente, to Aeon Byte, even um, just so many others out there. But those are my those are my heavy hitters right there. Very important shows. Um, so all right, let's get back into it, yo. Uh-huh. I think you know everybody just gets so caught. The masses just get so caught up in all the, uh, you know, stuff from on high. They they just want to focus on all the bullshit. And it's just like, I just get so exhausted from it all. I'm like, mm. we, could, we could be doing so much more, but. Yes, um, yes. But as far as in the Gnostic community or like this spiritual community, um, I don't know. I, which some of us, I think, are past it, but a lot of people still kind of get caught up in they want to, like, attach themselves to one thing, and it's, like, the end-all, be-all, and they don't want to, you know, hear anything else. Like, like I went through the whole truth or movement thing, and I, I got out of that, and because, to me, it turned into more religiosity mindset. So, yeah. Well... There's a lot out there too that's just beyond spirituality and religion too. I mean, like, there's. I mean, to, to, it depends on who you are too, because like, I'm pretty much a voracious learner. I wanna, I wanna know like, what you know. Like, I, one thing that fucks with me is like the chemical uh, table of elements, the periodic table of elements. Is that really a thing? Like that level of right? Knowledge? Yeah. So like, I don't want to waste my time in fruitless pursuits. You know, I want the real fucking science. Exactly. That's yeah. something I appreciate about Crow is his um his series on the lunar waves and such. Like I really, you know, I might be I might be like like a Freemason and a Rosicrucian and what the fuck ever, but like I, I I don't think that like it's like defining by the Bible. I'm not defining myself by the uh by the conspiracy theorist version of that. For me, that means I'm after a quest for knowledge, and I know that not necessarily is that going to be found in a single little place like you know, the knowledge of this group, the knowledge of this group. If it's this group, why isn't that group already? You know what I mean? But it's it's also like, you know, these things contain different parallels that there are like little tools. So like each one's like having like a different thing in my skill set in a way, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's one thing I appreciate about Miguel because he's so uh, diplomatic and having all kinds of people on the show uh, because – yeah, I mean, some some people they're like, I can't have this kind of person on my show, and they totally shut out certain things. And you know, I don't know if he. It doesn't seem like he does it. So, <laughs> the most accepted yeah. and rejected. Yeah, I love him. I, I guess <laughs> I'm glad we're not on the thing right now. We should be. This is good show material. I might use some <laughs> of this. Might not. I don't know. This is good. It's good. We're 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 half live right now until we're full skip. Um, so I'm going to hit this and see how many things I can forget in the meanwhile. It's a joke. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's all, but yeah, I want you to, as I go through puberty voice right now, I want you, <laughs> I, what the fuck? Um, I want you to, uh, think about like what, like kind of stuff when you're listening to these kind of, like, what's the shit that you want to hear? And like, maybe even just talk about that and like what makes a good show. So actually, 
Uh, yeah, let's. That's the question. Go ahead, let's do that. We're 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 full skip now. Hmm. Well, for me, like I'm very, I'm very time sensitive. Like even though I listen to stuff all day long, and I've got like eight hours to listen to whatever, I still like want to want to cut to the fucking chase. Like I, yes. um, and even as far as the whole magic stuff, researching the magic, I'm still. I've still not dabbled as much as, uh, you know, other people like actually doing a lot of rituals and stuff, but sure. Cause I'm so, uh, wary of getting in over my head, <laughs> but, um, but I want to know, I feel like I, I would like to, I'm going to learn as much as I can. And sometimes you just feel like you have to dig through so much shit, um, to get to anything of value. Well, that could say a lot about what magical writing actually is in the first place. Or it might just say that, like, you know, it's totally esoteric and it's, pro, you know, profane otherwise. I mean, like, I would say, you know, uh, shit or get off the pot. Like, uh, don't be a, like, get over your, like, feel, feel free to get over your own, uh, just have no, there's no reason to have fears. Uh, mm -hmm. Or, or if there is, uh, you're an adult, make, uh, you know but what's behind the door kind of thing and it's not it's yeah. not always a bad thing it's and so there's different ways to look at that because there's always different examples for everything so like in one case it's like no don't look there because asking that question or doing that thing that could ruin this relationship or is that the other thing and it's not a worth thing to do but otherwise like if you have an authority and it's like you know don't question this and then it's like pulls back the curtain that's a situation where it's good to do that maybe yeah, and I mean, part of the reason why I haven't too is just because I, I can't really do certain things. Uh, my living arrangement contract, <laughs> I can't really uh, practice certain things in in the house, so I stick to that. You know, respect the wishes of others. So the blood sacrifices are out this week. <laughs> got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing yeah. like that. It's a, so you know there's the people out there you know there's different people do that it's not my i'm i mean it's not my business to talk about like certain you know certain things still are private i think like in this world like you know so many people like want to say so i like how no. <laughs> it's a good sign yeah it's a it's it's the uh the, you talk about being in the private or the whatever and it shows the intrusion of the See, and that's, that's so weird, too. Did you know that they used to use barbed wire fences in rural America as telephone posts? It's like they were called barbed wire telephone lines. And it was just a, just a side segue because of the, the phone. I thought it was a good, useful thing to, to do with that. You just did like what, what he did in The Matrix. You moved from like one cubicle to the next. You couldn't see it, guys. <laughs> he literally snuck down because there's literally agents in the building where she is right now that she's evading just so she can do this podcast. <laughs> No, you guys don't yeah. even know. Like this is this is high. This is you guys have no idea. Like this is high. Stage. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to pull some Mission Impossible type thing. <laughs> this is you know, <laughs> now, guys, this is this is coming from our secured line. And <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I think that's a huge part about gnosis in life too, is to not let the archons get you down. That if you're like you know beating your face down with their jackboot, like laugh at them and tell them their feet smell bad, like that they have bad smelling feet, like laugh at them, you know. It's like yeah, I mean I've definitely been in the ground down in as far as you can go. I've already experienced that, so I know what that's like. So if you can, uh, if you can get out of it and laugh, laughter is is truly how to 
make something lose its power. At least I think uh, there's a huge power and also something that we should recognize too in spreading around the idea of giving up grudges and things like that. Uh, you're not going to make any spiritual. It's just like level 101 shit, but it's easy. Yeah, I don't really hold grudges. It's super easy to forget though. And like flipping people off in the traffic is like a minor idea of that, but it's still like a similar, like these little patterns that we could really, you know, like little, but like there's like, depends on who's at what level too. And then there's like, you know, people just being good for being good, but then there's people who seeing that they can actually sculpt the realm. You know, and that's, that's, that's something that I would like to talk with you about. Like, what is the, what is the difference between like someone who's like a shamanic, shamanic kind of person and like, what's the, you know, in your understanding of things and where are those people today in our culture? And uh, I guess uh, I'll have a follow-up question afterwards, but let's go with that one. Well, I think uh, Alan Moore had a quote, something about the uh, musicians and uh, writers yes. and artists are, are like the, the shamans of our time. Yeah. I love that quote. Paraphrasing. But sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, I definitely agree with that. Um, right on. I think there are true shamans um, still ex in existence. I mean, uh, possibly. I, I've not met any myself, but like I've heard, you know, back up in the hills, in the mountains yeah. of the South, there's definitely some, uh, some old witchy type people. That's fantastic. I hope that they get to do what they're doing for a long, long time. That's excellent. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, def other countries for sure. That's yeah, that, that's really cool though. I love old uh, traditions like that. The un the untrammeled ones, you know. A lot of people uh, support the Yazidi and stuff like that, uh, rightfully so, I suppose, and uh, my estimate of it. But I don't know shit sometimes. But like from what I can tell, so uh, it's good that we're we're helping them over there. But like mm -hmm. there's uh there's different like uh you know and you know it really does circle it back around when you start to talk about any kind of faith or form or religion. Like who's purely like an epoch generator and who's like a, a follower of a tyrant who's a you know who's a who's a chain sayer and you know or 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 weaver and who's someone who's like you know uh walking in mysterious ways you know what i mean yeah i mean i definitely would it's like i'd like to think of myself as somebody who who tries to be different yeah but at the same time you know if if something was threatened then i don't know how i would respond or or if the pressure's really on yeah. you know how, if something's how... threatened, you need organization uh, i i feel i sense what you're saying on that level of threat and we need people who are gnostically minded to like have these conversations because like as the world is on uh, in un, is in under inevitable change right now uh it is behooving us to speak as adults about these things without getting too direct into any of the necessary uh buzzwords or we know the situations mm -hmm. that are changing and it basically is like let's go to minority report let's uh, invoke uh his holiness philip k dick for a second here and uh if I, i'm gonna cover you know so i'm covering my i'm putting my um i'm putting my saddle bag here the saddle straps on muzzle <laughs> muggle my my muggle muzzle on and uh so that so then I'm going to say that like basically, <laughs> basically um, when you find out that like you can go and look at Minority Report and remember the scene where his eyes are on the um, the adverts little laser scan and it scans and says, oh, you know, good morning. And it reads his name like it normally is. It's all the regular adverts. Later in the film, he gets his eyes replaced. They scoop him out and then he has like some bad milk and a bad sandwich or some shit. And then he goes back to the mall with the new eyeballs. Oh, good morning, Mr. Tashimoto. You know, it's like, and it reads his eyes. So if you put your hand over your face, like where your mask is, and then you realize that like, if you were trying to beta test uh, one of those like sensors in an actual society or colony of humans or whatever, 
uh, they call us state right now, um, then you would find out that like putting a mask over the groups of people would be a great way to uh, run that beta test. Hypothetically speaking, mm. I, I'm not, I'm not telling you what's going on. I'm not, that's, just, <laughs> that's a fucking idea. Some angel whispered over the airwaves, right? Cause angels and airwaves doesn't look anyways. <laughs> I think I'll stop there. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely something weird going on with everything. Uh, I'm not sure what the end game is or what, what the, what they're trying to do, but there's definitely something strange in the, in the mix here. Oh, I got something for the strange in the mix. What's that? This is going to get all the conspiracy theorists thinking I'm just avoiding topics right now, which fine, let's do that. Let's freak them out. What's your favorite food? Cause ever, cause life feeds on life. Uh, chocolate probably. Awesome. Yeah. Anything okay, chocolate. Not, it's delicious. What's I, that? It's delicious. Oh yes. Um, like yeah. any particular kind, like there's a lot of kinds out there. So like, let's narrow that down a bit. Uh, like I love the kind with the, the caramel gooey inside, like the caramello bars or something like that. Like I love those for this, yeah, part from, of, for this part of the show. We should like do that ASMR stuff describing caramels. Oh, it's so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> stuff freaks me out, honestly. But anyways, I don't like my sound to move that slowly. <laughs> it's like, let's look at the lint on our clothes. No, it's nice, nice fashion. So it's in the equivalent of this metaphor. It's nice song. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, keep going. <laughs> no, I love chocolate. Um, I, I like a lot of different foods. I'm not too sure, picky. Sure. Um, yeah. If I were to, if I were to say like a dish or something like that, you know, maybe it's a good dish. Good hmm. dish. Maybe a rare dish, even now that we now that you've answered the favorite part, rare maybe something rare that people need to try before they die. It's valuable. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm just used. I'm just miss all my old country food from back oh. home. Like, well, uh, bring it, bring it, yeah. Like stewed potatoes and and squash casserole and um, yeah, pickle beets. Pickle beets are like southern southern uh, special? specialty. <laughs> no shit mm -hmm. i remember on the care bears wonderland they uh they're like that's the one food that uh braveheart lion does not like is pickled beets so <laughs> I, i'll have to check them out that sounds pretty good um what uh what's uh what's one other thing maybe a left left field here what's something maybe like a like stuffed jalapenos are a thing like what's a left field kind of like comfort food or some shit like that well macaroni and cheese of <laughs> course down here but um Trying to think of something like a, I don't know. I'm not good at thinking on the spot either. I, do, I disagree. But. Well, then let's make it even, <laughs> let's make it even weirder and harder. We're going to move to the next question here. Just moving along. Okay. We got some time, of course. Uh, no one's hunting us down as I, as I can tell. Hunt. No. Okay. God damn it. Anyways, what's your favorite animal? Hmm. Ah. Well, I love my dogs. But like I love peacocks too. Cool answer. Yes. Peacocks is the good answer. I mean, dogs. Everyone loves dogs. I love you know doggos. Yep. Peacocks. Um, That's mm -hmm. cool. They're just so they're so strange. <laughs> they are weird, and yet yeah. they get an emoji. They're one of the animals that gets an emoji, just for no. <laughs> peacocks, and that reverts us back to the Yazidi who worship Mal uh, Malak Tau, the peacock angel. 
See, I, I saw something about that the other day. I need to look into that. I saw something about a peacock angel the other day, and I was like, I need to dig into that more because that would probably interest me. That's Melek Tao. Yeah, I mean, like, I talk a lot about, like, I, I talk like a stoner on this. It's part of my charm. It's part of, it's like, I don't have the, I don't have the righteousness of having any cool, like, not from like a special, like Chinese place. I'm not from the South, but I am a stoner and that's something I can claim as my own. And that's, uh, that's special enough for me. So anyways, yeah. So yeah. I, I do have the ability to kind of like, I don't know, um, what's a, what's a good stoner food? Oh man. I actually, uh, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a really good one. You need, you need peanut butter and cinnamon and sugar. That'll do anything. That'll do any, that's like your, that's like a Boy Scout trick. That's like, that'll do anything. That's like add peanut butter and cinnamon and sugar. Bam. That's, that's anything. Well, I used to love like peanut butter on cinnamon graham crackers. See, so we're that, on the same page. Yeah. We're, this, we're okay. It's like, I, I, <laughs> I have very strict ethical tests. I know you're a good person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's a cool answer. Um, Peacocks and is uh wait that's not the favorite food is it okay wait now I got it <laughs> <laughs> did we get these in the right order all right no so, I'm actually about I'm like 99% vegetarian so um right on. I've been been like that for a couple of years now I'm usually sorry, if I go to like a cookout or something and they have meat I'll eat it just because I don't want to be a pain in the ass but um oh good for you yeah. you're a trooper yeah I, I don't I don't want to. Can I just say, and I, please, I'll, I'll let you finish. Just, no, I'm, you're good. I'm a, I'm a, Taylor, I'm going to let you finish. But I'm just saying <laughs> that I, I was a veget, I was a, I was a Vegemite. I was a Vegematarian for about <laughs> three and a half years. And uh, so, yeah, um, I feel you. I, but I would not. Uh, even at my brother's wedding and they had pulled pork, which I still <laughs> For a whole other reason, I don't eat pork now, but um, I, I get volt. But yeah, for a whole other reason, I don't. And so at the wedding, I'm like looking at the stuff. I'm like, oh, God. But anyway, so yeah, three and a half years, I feel you. I yeah, wouldn't eat. It's, You're a trooper. You're a better person than I am. Yeah, I, I, so I don't really, I, I always say 99% because, you know, I'm not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely couldn't be vegan because I love cheese too much. Dude. What a weird world it would be to have like all that Logan, what is it? Not even like the soil and I don't know, like protein bars, like, okay, you get 100 protein calories of this, that that's insane. It all comes from like looking at people through like a screen, like through a flat world box too. like, they become like a flat object. And it's like, all right, I can imagine their stats. I can imagine them having, <laughs> I can imagine them having a life bar. Dude, I don't know what I, I just placed the weirdest spell on humanity by saying that. I, I should not have fucking said that. I should I should not have fucking said that was a mistake to not edit out of this. Thing. I, I had all the time in the world to edit it out and I didn't. What a weird concept though. And I bet you that like, I'm not saying that like other people who look at the world strangely and run it strangely already have that on us, but it's like Interpol basically that I'm describing, I'm sure. Like that's the Chinese credit system, but like just with Street Fighter too. <laughs> yeah, see, I I didn't get too much into video games, but I did love like the James Bond games. Yeah, yeah, Goldeneye. And yeah, yeah, back in the day. So yeah. I I do wonder sometimes if there is some kind of like like your little life force bar that's fucking weird that's uh going down or like what little bonus things you get to. You seen that movie, The Nines, the Ryan Reynolds? 
I don't think I've seen that one either. That's no. one of those Gnostics. I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologize to no one here. I am just, I, again, what I like about this is we get people like uh, Miguel on the show. And yet we have you too, and it's not any different. Your equal footing is all, is what I'm saying here, is what I'm saying here. And I like that because people just wouldn't necessarily have heard of you unless, you know, and you, you, since 2018, she has uh, this stuff on her blog about Gnosticism. I mean, like for me, I'm like, that's, I mean, I, 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 I consider myself relatively me am smartish. So I see these things. I also get intuition very, uh, what's copiously. So I know. I know good when I see good and obviously it's working. So um, I don't know. That wasn't just a huge compliment for our guests, but if it was then like at the audience at home, I want you to be like clapping right now. Just kind of just seriously, just do some clapping and like, <laughs> it's like this fucking Tinkerbell shit. Come on, just clap for her right now. Seriously clap. There's some people out there that are clapping for you, right? The fuck really? Like, well, I appreciate it because I do, I need some, uh, It'd be nice to have some encouragement, you know. It's well, everyone needs a lot. Shit. And it's, <laughs> it's like here's the problem with like our we see with our generations too. Like the the I deserve this for nothing issue, but at the same time we need real and genuine pre, uh, appreciation for the virtue of our merit. So, yeah. but, and why we see issues is because neither of those are being met in a necessary manner. And I'm not saying that's necessarily the function of the reality, nor is it your job to fix it or otherwise. But find the wisdom in the words that you might hear uh, tonight, today, whenever, and apply that and just be someone who lives that way. It's not, I used to have the fucking savior mentality. I used to think I had to say, like back, like even in 2014, that's a big change. Now I'm just trying to like do the best as I, you know what I'm saying? But what do you, mm -hmm. what, do you what do you think about that savior trap? What do you think about that mentality issue? That issue of being like the, the one, you know? Yeah, it's definitely, that's one thing I, when I was coming out of Christianity, you know, I saw it as a really bad thing. You know, everybody, they're waiting for Jesus to come and fix everything for them. And Yo, for real. And, and it's just like, it's, it just disgusted me after I realized it, but. Yo, but it's the same thing with like waiting for like an authority or a church figure to make you connected to God in that same way, right? Yeah, I mean. Any, any, any monarchical authority, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for real, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut in like that. Just like, boop. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. But there's a lot of stuff that, even though the new age or spiritual alternative spiritual community, they still have some similarities with Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as uh, some some of that savior type stuff going on, and well, what if Jesus waited for Jesus? Is the question I like that. Right. Yeah, I like Alan Watts's quote: uh, "Jesus was not the man he was." as a result of making Jesus his savior or something like that. Yeah. It's another good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like, I like that my dad's a pastor and I'm the son of a preacher, man. And my dad was a deacon. Well, he is. Oh, still okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you and I are similar. Uh, church what, kids. They always get into shit. <laughs> dude, we can't because we see past the, so it's a special, it's a special. So I don't even think about that. Like some stuff, you don't just sometimes need to sit back and look at what you even am or are. And it's just like, because <laughs> Chris Knowles put it on uh, the Chris Knowles episode of this show that we've had so far. He says something like, uh, 
you're the son of a preacher and a Chaucer scholar. He summed it very nicely. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what I am. And so it's like, uh, it's like I look at things and I feel like you know it's our job to like do what the classical. So for me, the Chaucer part, like what did he do? He wrote some bawdry tales that kind of like lasted through time, but like there was some like genuine like real knowledge in there. If you look, I don't know, maybe like maybe there's some crazy cabalistic shit with that too. I don't know. Never. Whatever there could be. I mean, I don't remember last time I read Chaucer was freaking senior high school. Was Juan Zephyrus (laughs) did something that's the end of it, yeah? No, but anyways, so, um, yeah, like when you look at things as like a preacher's son or something like that, like the world has a different flavor than like otherwise, and like you know, there's something about like knowing. Uh, so look at tools first opiate where they're hitting both like the uh, opiate is the re- religions the opiate of the masses but they're also talking about like even the marxist like the boot like whoever's in charge of that they're still like the preacher and there's like they're talking about the different layers they're showing that guy with his hand together going upwards like that on the mm-hmm. opiate ep and that's basically saying like look at the different layers of this corruption and like the i, I don't know i'm just making that up as i go along right now it's it's making sense for what we're talking about so anyways like um don't give your don't give yourself over to any kind of authority as i think like a church kid kind of thing or or you become super authoritarian yeah i mean i used to be very very hardcore i mean i went to bible college for a while i taught classes i did all kinds of stuff and yeah i was like a little i don't know local missionary type person i guess i don't know <laughs> my dad didn't become a pastor until maybe i was in my like teens i think or pro i don't know he did several different ones but mostly i think like episcopalian i don't know <laughs> i don't even know there's so there's so many we were raised methodist in the in the loosest sense like christmas easter shit but mm-hmm. i mean like it's like something about like understanding that you're not a bad person for existing but life is going to be hard because you're existing and to learn the difference between that and learn your free will matters and to never, ever give that over to anything. And that's the ultimate spiritual test ultimately is to never give over that free will choice. Like, I mean, I I think I'm putting a lot of things into a nutshell, but that's gnosis in a way, is it? Yeah. Um, when do, when do you think you figured out that church wasn't all it was, uh, made to be? Dude, I had this weird experience when I went to a Catholic church because like part of my step family was Catholic and like I felt myself like doing the, I was like, why do I want to do that while I'm in here? And I was just like, I was always kind of like, I don't know, not like agnostic, like Taoist, hippie, stoner, but I was. <laughs> and like, I was in there and like, I would just kind of like feel like weird, like uh, uh, wanting to belong in the part of the greater action. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, like, it's supposed to be you talking, but like, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, I, I turned it around on you. Sorry. Oh, no, I, I am not without appreciation for that. I have a zero, zero degree Libra. I'm very balanced about things. Very firm, but balanced. That sounds like a mattress commercial. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, back to the show. Um, yeah, I think, uh, what was the question officer? What, what happened? <laughs> we were just talking about how, when did you realize that, uh, the church was not everything it was made out to be or yeah um i don't know man that's it's such a longer story for another time um i think that church is underappreciated in a way uh 
I think mm -hmm. that the authoritarian usage of it is, a, you know, something that's not something I'm going to fuck with. But I think that like the actual having a group of people after a spiritual goal is super important. And, you know, I mean, like the church, you know, doesn't hate witches for no reason and stuff like that because they have their own covens. And I respect people's ability to organize independently and to have their own practice that works for them to whichever energies they wish. For me, I'm trying to like, you know, ultimately see the biggest picture of my own soul's evolution and to try to do the best I can without harming other people. A true, uh, the 42 um, testaments, negative testaments of Ma'at kind of shit. Like, I'm obviously nowhere near fucking close to perfect, but, like, uh, I do believe that. But without any bullshit either. Like, leaving room for the Stephen Skinner kind of, like, miracle things that happen, but at the same time, thinking of things more in terms of, like, energetic resonance and a dream manifestation. The subconscious is the other realm in a way. In our connection to the subconscious, we should keep it clean so that what filters through is cultivated in the highest sense. And perhaps the issue of the Tower of Babel's actually connection to our subconscious and the way that we behave between the dream world and this is the the way that things metaphase from um, Ma'at, uh, from Yassad into Kether. So we should really be careful of how we treat our, uh, you know, our hypnotic and non-hypnotic stages of consciousness too, because like that's the way we interface and therefore let that shit dump through us. I don't know. I'm just having an idea right now. I, I, have, <laughs> I have them once in a once a century. So I'm going to go back to just like stonering. But like, um, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like get way off the way there, but I, I was trying to answer your question. Uh, I think me am thought thinking <laughs> it's yours. Yeah. I mean, for me, like I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to like make peace with church, you know, because I is there's a lot of things I don't like, but at the same time, like my parents, they were never the kind to like beat people over the head with the Bible or like, sure. you know, doing that kind of shit. Never helps. And, and a lot of the people that I went to church with, they were like that. They were just chill and, and they were caring, good people. Yeah. 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 So that part I do think is valuable to have like a community. We need aspect, organization. You know? Yeah. You need to be organized too. Like, I mean, like there's something about like, you know, it's cool to have the idea of like being the rugged, western you know part of me is libertarian part of me dude i don't have an agenda like really i want people to live in the communities they want to live in with the people exactly. they want to live in in the way that they want to live in and it's just like my that's my agenda that's my agenda right there is to like permaculture the fuck out of this earth make it so that people be happy and not like sappy happy because fuck that shit but like actually strong and resonant with the earth and respectful of their place and the cosmogony of God, man and uh, art and otherwise, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have the answers, but like, honestly, it's like behooving of us, like, I guess to take the role of the adult and to try to steer the conversation in a way that's going to be at least most least harmful or some shit like that. That's kind of why I do the show. It's obviously like about love and sacrifice and service and not in the put, not in the shitty way, not in like the, it's in the, in the way that's like useful anyways, like, um, I feel like uh, if we don't if we don't take these things to into account in that uh, subconscious hygiene, you know, like uh, <laughs> we don't want to see what happens. And I, I'm actually hopeful for because we can actually have these conversations. And these are not words that we typically hear. This is kind of like a good way to be a little bit of a rudder, kind of shift things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. I'm doing this. This I wish they could see you. <laughs> I know, Jesus, no, I'm glad <laughs> this is why I'm doing it because I can't see me. I have the face for radio. I like this guy. Um, so, anyways, this is a good, this is a good time. We're, we're going to go for a little while longer. I'm excited. I'm going down to the Cape today. Uh, today, by the way, is July 2nd. 
Uh, it is the middle of the year today. It is the direct middle of the year for people to cool. associate. So I want to establish like a holiday or, or whatever today. I mean, fucking every donuts have a holiday. What the fuck? Not the middle. Let's go back to the reason that we do these, like the middle of the years. But this isn't aligned. This is, this is a Gregorian middle of the year, mind you. This is not a true alignment with the sun or the midsummer, which like the planters and the growers and who actually work with the earth, which is what we should be designing. So stick with the, stick with the one that already works. But today for the false chemically sugar calendar that we have the general mills calendar that we have uh this is the middle of the year today so a mini holiday for that or something maybe you can eat cereal or something i don't care <laughs> celebrate in your own way like stand balanced um do you have good posture can you can you balance well well no not just because of my uh spinal stuff Sure, I'm, I'm sorry to ask. I, I, right. No, I, you're fine. Sorry to ask what the hell is that, that virtue with the I'm sorry to ask. Yeah, anyway. No, it's fine. I'm, it's not like I'm get offended or like butthurt over that. Even though I, I am like no, actually butthurt. It was but uh but well I can I can you can testify and say yes or no. Is my leg above my head and such? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's just a thing I can I don't know. It's I'm very flexy, so you know, we have different stories is all. You had yeah. back, back is a little bit different people with different things. So um, anyways, let's get back into another question. I think we'll do that because this is a weird, weird, fun one. <laughs> What's the, this is kind of more like a, you got to pretend you're sipping on like a, a tahini or whatever those fucking tropical drinks. What's the best tropical place to live? Well, I'm not sure. I'd, I've never been outside the U.S. I've never, I have a passport that I've never been able to use. Um, I live in like a subtropical area. I live in South Carolina, but um, I love like St. Augustine. Like I would love to go mm. live in St. Augustine, sure. Florida. Right on. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. I'd, I mean, I'd love to go visit some islands, but I'm just, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever make it out of this country. I love islands. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like things are all dark right now. Pluto, Saturn going on, and some crazy shit apparently coming up this weekend. I don't know. Like, I don't fucking procra- fuck for cross the prognostications, masturbation. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and- it's like that's one of the things too that uh, I feel like the alternative spirituality thing is still got this whole end times doom and gloom. Oh, yeah. like, every so often, like, oh, this shit's gonna happen and. Everything's it's an apotheotic in. urge. I mean, like the Pluto might be the drive, the thonatic by what Freud calls it. I don't know. Dr. Fer- Doc, I'd say Doc F. Dr. Farrell, that's Dr. Joseph Farrell. Um, one of his uh, things he talks about besides Shakespeare's The Tempest being like this like hidden history book, which I find utterly sumptuously fascinating. Um, <laughs> Tenderosa. But uh, I do find that... Uh, What's uh, what's this thing that he was saying back at what we were just saying? Do you might help my stoner brain, please? Just before that, oh, talking about the apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah, he says it's not helpful to talk about that shit because like it's very man, like in the way that people talk about manifest story. But if you use that as your Mm -hmm. playbook, you end up like generating some nasty shit. Like that's a not healthy way to resonate with the uh, the subconscious, basically. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that because I feel like we, I feel like we kind of maybe forced to live out the fucking Christian 
Yeah, we don't need Anton that shit. Anton stuff. No, no, we're gonna Robert Anton Wilson the fuck out of that. It's gonna be fine. I hope so, cause like I Hilarious. don't, wanna, I don't want to manifest that shit. Get me out no, of we'll your right. reality. We'll be all right. No, 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 no. It's like <laughs> the thing is like some people talk about it's like and we're in the middle of ascension right now. Like the guy who does the Planet Watcher, um, free planetary app is a fucking legend, and I uh, gotta have him on the show one time. Or at one day, whatever time days, uh, he would know. Uh, Planet Watcher is uh, the free thing, but he has this thing that like June fifth was the date of some kind of ascension thing, and like we always have these things going on. I I just feel like Taoism has taught us anything is always just going to change and change and change, mm-hmm. and like if we cycles, to, yeah. so we need to understand that like we're in a shitty planetary time. But we, as people who are aware, and I guess that's a value of this conversation, is that we can choose to nudge it in a slightly different way, be the civility realize that like holy shit if you look into like the what events are occurring like yeah it's it's very i guess like mostly socially useful to speak in the way of saying that this man had this happen to him and like this happened here but like when you look at the stories and the evidence surrounding the this that the other thing in that fucking a then you have a different reality level you have a different synthesis of awarenesses you have a different ability to navigate the realm than someone who has the blinders on so there's frankly some important relevance to just uh, you know that hygiene on different levels of consciousness in the first place, as uh, we have just alluded to there uh, wisely. I perhaps perhaps sidewise, sidewise, sidewisely, but uh, usefully. I think that um you know because building seven won't go away. All right, there we go. So anyways, yeah, <laughs> there we go. Just let the pressure out a little bit. Um, so anyways, ooh, it's it's delicious. You can do that with radio. Um, but anyways, so the point is, is that I think that um, why don't why don't I ask one of my um? Is that actually a question? One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, what the hell? Well, it's a it's a this is a non-question question. What's the weirdest conspiracy that's out there that you ever heard? Ever stupid go nuts what the fuck that's silly Doesn't even okay happen. this one drives me insane it <laughs> could there could be some truth to it but these people drive me insane okay go ahead the transvestigation people they I drive me insane no idea what that is like i had this dude that was on my friends list and um he he posted a a picture of jackie o uh kennedy and marilyn monroe and he was saying that they were all the opposite sex, really. Oh, geez. And and I was like, that just sounds like you're stop. using picture. They were like, oh, if you look at this picture, I'm like, you're using pictures. Like the only way you're gonna yeah. know what somebody is is if you actually like do a physical or DNA or some shit. Yeah. And like, what fucking difference does it make? It's, like, it's, what is it? Yeah, it's at navel gazing uh, level. Uh, let me just let me stop you there. <laughs> it's like let yeah. me, let me, it's like that's the level of stuff. It's like is Michelle Obama this that the other thing, and then what's her name? Right. Her, like it, I don't care. It doesn't. It, it's it's ultimately like um, what are you going to do with that, my friend? What are you going to do with that? How are you helping anything? Is that even your business in the first place? Is that right. Even, yeah. I mean, it's it's possible that some of that could be true, but you know. Yes. Well, again, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, behind all this beautiful hair and face or whatever that they can't see on the radio, I'm actually just like this giant, like, you know, I'm an amalgamation of like raccoons, cellos, and some like possibly Gouda cheese. It's literally like, like I love Gouda cheese. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) They're going to call it cannibalism, but she knows better. Help. (laughs) Running away. I'm running away from our guest for the first time. She's, she's, 
definitely going to have to go to Florida because that's a total Florida man, Florida woman kind of thing. It just, okay. So, <laughs> but anyways, no, but there was a girl on No Agenda that had, they had this clip of this girl on No Agenda, like telling the state rep that she's going to go to hell, that she's like, you know, for doing all this stuff. I'm just like, whoa, that was so invigorating from a spiritual standpoint to hear from like a, a human's rights standpoint to hear from like a, a, a reality, here's what's what standpoint to hear. She's just like, you know what I mean? Like you guys can't see the thing, but like, it's like she gave her what's what in the way of the old and oldie timey way of saying it. And it was just really what, oh, so I mean like, where do you think the punk? So I'm, this is something I've been meaning to ask for a while. And apparently like punk means like literally like a butt slave. So anyways, you can, I mean like, I didn't know that. Wow. Urban dictionary. Yeah. Actual, actual, actual word for punk means like someone who hangs out with a, male escort uh male prostitute and is the receiving end or just kind of like the uh the um the the the, the i don't know just like the, the butt slave of the situation hmm. how else to put it none of my business but um you know hey do as do as you will you know what i mean magic yeah is magic. i might be careful how i use that word though because i'm always like yeah i'm i'm punk i'm uh <laughs> yeah well you know lots of things come from our like we don't even understand the maritime law kind of thing and i don't even get oh it. yeah but like, yeah, language, language is powerful and there are softly spoken powerful spells. So, I mean, like, that's something to look into. And I, I mean, like, I really do, I, I, I do believe in like the Rosicrucian idea of like a peaceful world. And I mean, I don't mean one piece by any cost. So I don't mean like everyone, you know, I, I just, I want free will where people have, it's just what people call mutualism or stuff like that. But like, let's get back to like, you know, in, in a world where things are always going to be complex and you know, who knows where China's role is going to be in the next, whatever, whenever still talking about here, like what are, what are practical ways to like spread permaculture in this world and also prepare ourselves for the next incarnation of the same. I'm asking a two pronged question right now because permaculture is obviously part of the future for everyone. I, I, I say that because it's without a doubt. It's literally part of the conversation always. Okay, so I'm going to be dumb right now. And um, is permaculture like a sustainability? Yeah, like, basically, uh, that yeah. Having, yeah I, I mean it in the way that everyone understands it. Just like, I mean, like some people are more schooled and certainly more than I am. But I'm simply saying that like it's a permanent part of the conversation going forward to keep things in the right. It's, it's part of the conversation. It's just what it is. It's on the table always. So that's just yeah. what it is. I mean, to me, I kind of see as possibly it would, I'm using the word regressing, but not really meaning it in a negative way but like regressing back to more primitive times where yeah we had our community that we took care of each other and yes. and that kind of thing you know which by the uh, way on the cern tarot card i just want to just throw this random back like mm -hmm. conspiracy thing on the cern tarot card they say like one of the goals is primitivism so just to fuck just to like throw that throw that little monkey wrench in the idea like why why does the certain why so anyways keep going though yeah i mean i i don't really sometimes technology is is great i mean that i'm an aquarian so i'm all about technology and that kind of thing but i'm still i grew up old school and on a farm so i'm very much into uh you know we had my mom cans food she has all kinds of stuff that she she grows and she can so she's very much about trying to to maintain her own farm and house and 
and that kind of thing. Yeah, the so. more the, the economy gets down to this like measured level, the more we're going to need to like really Robert Frost kind of like good fences make good neighbors, good free mm-hmm. organic people, you know, have uh, the right arms and intelligence and spiritual might to keep their uh, civil, obedient, uh, responsible, and liberty-based freedom away from those who are in the mark of the beast, so-called system, in the chip, you know, butt slave. You know, I mean, like, there's there's definitely a need for uh, a re-understanding of what it was to be in any society right now, not just like ours. Mm-hmm. But like, it's worth understanding that we still are responsible for being the adults who carry the life force forward. And, you know, greatness is always uh, necessary in all cultures if they are to be any culture worth living in. There must always be greatness. There must always be, uh, as a rudimentary meaning, there must always be epochs. Like, there must be heights. Uh, this just defines any kind of culture worth living in. But uh, I think that we can have ones that if they are more responsible and, you know, again, like tribes used to have everyone who was responsible to everyone. I mean, in, mm-hmm. a, in a lodge, you know, I know all my brethren, we are there because we're part of the same fundamental value set. So, like, I agree with anyone who says that I don't care what you look like as long as you have the same values as me, as long as I can trust you, as long as we can have fun together, let's do things mm-hmm. and make like, let's combine the two human essences of just like, even like at the level of a handshake and playing baseball or some shit like that, let's combine the human essences so that the sum of the interaction made the world a better place for having a, a, a lot of to flourish there choose good gardening in that way that's uh, that's the gardening of everything in life just be a gardener of or, or if you want to be a builder about it or if you want to be a rock star about it, or if you want to be a i don't know fucking uh what's the thing with the the, the you know the, what's the what do you call that when you snap people's spines and shit like that with a chiropractor? Uh, yeah, if you want to use chiro, <laughs> if you want to use chiropractic, I mean, I'm sure you can. Use, <laughs> I've seen obviously some people use ocular uh, references. So the point is, is just that, like, you know, um, it's 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 making uh, the adults in the world aware that there are other adults in the world, and that we're all willing to work together as long as uh, you know we can be clear about uh, what our goals are and what the real threats are. And the real threats seem to pare down to like an AI fascist state and people who deny our divine natural state of being. And uh, you know, it seems that, you know, it doesn't really, uh, as far as class and culture and things go, like Jackson Pollock is something I happen to enjoy, but I do realize that there's a modicum of, what you know is considered art and not and stuff like that i think uh i think in a society that we would we would care to see there would at least be some kind of like reasonable aspect of beauty and order to it uh nothing so gaudy or kitsch and nothing for art for just like the sake of vomiting something out but something that you know is like craft brewed or some shit i don't know i'm trying to invoke or evoke a better future for us all and part Mm -hmm. of that is describing it in a way that's tangible yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very much a person that is wanting to just kind of have the peace, love, hippie vibe, <laughs> but and, and have my own commune or something. But they don't really have a good history. No, so, you need to, there's a system still out there. Exactly. Yeah, trying to figure out what exactly the right uh, path to take is. That's what I'm um, asking. That's what I'm asking yeah. for a long form, like you know 
Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that we, like you were saying earlier, uh, and I think we've chatted about this, but having people voluntarily choose their group that they want to be in and uh, associate with and, you know, just leave it at that. It's kind of like, I feel like we're kind of all forced to, to mix and mingle and be together with people that are like polar opposite. It's like, it's like just, it's like just a constant conflict. It's like nothing is ever really solved. <laughs> yeah. And ever... it, it has nothing to do with what you look like either. Cause like I can right. the middle school, uh, the elementary school and the middle schools that I went to uh, for the times that I was in the state schools, like uh, you know, the public schools like that. It's just like there was, there was no, there was no reason for us to be there except for the fact that we were born in the proximity of the state zoning area, and that mm-hmm. you know we were all shuffled off on their big yellow death buses, and you know made to go into the same hallways and the same areas and corridors and sit next to these other, you know, I, I you know, it's like again, someone said something about Irish not being Italian, not being English, not being French, not being uh, Scandinavian, not being this, that, the other thing, because like, you know, I could say I'm like what. For personally the genetic makeup of this thing possibly is like english irish scottish welsh right i'm already all four yeah i don't even know what all exactly I am, the point. i'm sure i'm a mixture yeah. of all kinds of shit exactly the point and so that's it's it's irrelevant really again it, it brings it back around we're going to be the adults in this world you know this is the thing we're going to be alive we're going to be here uh we're going to rather be responsive and proactive than reactive and uh degenerative so I would say that, like, that being said is the set parameters of expectation. I mean, again, like, these, you know, it's just, it takes time, you know, every week after week after week after week, you know, the ever, two, the ever breathing of the earth with the two-week cycle of what we're heading into a full moon right now in a day or two. The moon's at about 95% right now. So, like, there's cycles to these things, and we understand that we at, time does change things. Things do matter, and we can have this impact. It's not the romantic one that's, like, taught to you on the Hollywood. It's the one that we actually have the responsible conversations with each other and to keep the tone and focus on those mm-hmm. things a little bit by time, a little bit more each each time it's coming around a little more. And I think, again, permaculture is an important part of that, just to make sure that we understand that it is about liberty. It's about um, uh, long-term um, dedication. It's about a cultivation over a lifetime. And Yeah, I and I mean, like the, take like the people who are crunchy, you know, they call them crunchy people, which I'm, I'm semi-crunchy, I guess. You know, they don't, they don't really care for vaccines. They don't care for like the modern, uh, health system and some of the flaws of it and that kind of thing. They prefer, prefer more holistic type stuff, but, you know, instead of just constantly having this back and forth argument, like, why can't we just, you know, all the crunchy people have their place that they just go together. And then, well, of course, because of parasitism, because they're psychopaths who have, have you ever seen I am Fishhead, the documentary I want, I I wrote this. No. It definitely uh, i want to i want to have you check out i am fish head it's like the uh, fish rots from the head down and so mm-hmm. it's like talking about a corporation's corruption and then how and it's a lot to do with the pharmaceutical industry which is like one of the worst things that's ever happened to mankind uh, oh I, I believe that yeah oh i know that from a first-hand experience like uh i've had more pills thrown down my throat since i was a child and a teenager than i could care to even fucking mention it's whatever it's whatever it's whatever it's it's a real fucking rotten shame that uh, mm-hmm. there could even be a scenario that but hey we all signed up to come here so it's it's whatever it's 
it's part of it's 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 part of the uh, the rough shit. You know, it's we came here to get spiritually spiritually chopped up a bit. I'm not I'm not complaining too much here. So anyway, see, I don't know if I even go like the whole deal. Like we chose to come here. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fucking tricked. <laughs> could have been, could have been. Well, I cho- I don't know. Well, whether I was tricked or not, here I am, and I choose to take responsibility within some measure for that. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. going to be overly cruel and assume I have the full control, but I have mostly, but I am fish head is the documentary. If it's still out there, I'm sure it is. It's just a good one to check. Okay. I'm but, um, it down. Yeah. Cause we, uh, we talked about the Bible as a reality generator and we, uh, now I want to ask you this about, um, cause Chris, Chris Knowles talks about Borg versus morgue, right? He says he'd rather every single time be in the morgue that is to be dead in a natural cold case slab or not a cold case, but a cold toe tag slab with a hospital roll that shit shut, got a little thing on it, you know, then being part of a Borg entity. What are you, mm. what, cause you're, you must be familiar with that. The better morgue than Borg. And if you're not, it's a good one. And I'm glad to bring it up right now. What are you, what are yeah, you? I mean, I don't, I don't really want to be a part of some, uh, AI heaven. Yeah. I mean, unless it's like not as dystopian and psycho (laughs) as it's been made out to be. I don't think you have the bread without the butter, if you get my meaning. Yeah. So I think that's um, a pretty, you know, nay-nay kind of thing. I mean, like, that's my opinion. I don't fucking know. But I think that, like, humans are organic to that level. I think that whatever we're facing as an evolution right now, this this is super fucking suspect. Like anything that's uh, uh, electric, you know, I'm, I, I'm all for human evolution. I am. Uh, I just, this is, the, I don't think that it's a, uh, uh, man. I mean, just like, I'm kind of infantile sometimes. So all I can do sometimes is like use sex like metaphors, but I'm like, it's like, you don't need a machine. You just need two people and more life will happen. I don't know how to put it more clearly than that. If we go back to our source, we'll find out why I'm saying is an utter truth that is necessary to understand why this invasion is more than alien. There, I did that. It was pretty quick. There's a fucking post-it, post-it if I ever heard one. It's excellent. I just fucking shot that whole shit to shit. That was how you do it. Zombie shotgun style. Um, honestly, AI bad, right? See, I kind of... Like I, I used to be like very like anti, you know, uh, tech, technological AI, whatever. But I have to think that possibly, it, it, I guess it depends on who who ultimately designs it and controls it. I think, um, seen, I think we've seen the gameplay over. I think it's like uh, what's that old '80s movie, Cloak and Dagger? Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's like something where you're definitely locked in and you don't have any kind of autonomy whatsoever. Uh, then fuck that. No, <laughs> <laughs> you just, that's it. That's the whole soundbite. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but like, as far as like, if there were some alien entity, uh, that possibly are, are doing stuff. I, like, I don't know. Arthur C. Clarke childhood and kind of, or I don't, well, I just think if there's possibly some kind of entities like aliens or something above us, yeah. uh, then hopefully that there's some good and uh, you know that we know there's probably evil but hopefully there's at least some good uh, because I, I feel like myself i'm 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 pretty good so maybe there's some like me 
<laughs> it's yeah. a reasonable thought. Yeah, it's like, well, 10 fingers. I'm going to use 10, 10 to count two. And no, it really, it does. And I, I, I mean that in like the highest sense, like, because that's why we have 10. It's literally why we have 10. I meant that in the high. It's uh, sometimes things that are sacred are that simple. But anyways, um, let me ask you this, though. Do you know any great Gnostic documentaries? Like I mentioned the I Am Fish Head. It's kind of like a thing, but more in Gnostic. Because we're getting... Well, this one documentary that I liked, I don't know if it's really Gnostic, but um, it's definitely The Last Days of Left Eye. Which is left out from TLC. Like Lisa it, Lopez. Yes. It's like this documentary on her life and like she was very into like spiritual stuff and I was super like, into them when I was a little kid. Don't tell anyone. Uh, well, I definitely was too, but <laughs> but yeah, it goes into like the stuff that was leading up to her last days because she was all into like yeah. Dr. Sebi and uh oh. all that stuff. So I've read a thing or two. Mm-hmm. My travail yeah, had, in my travels. She had some uh like premonitions before she died. Jeez. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So it was like an, a kind of like a dark hip hop Edgar Casey kind of tragedy thing. Uh, that's cool though. It was it's strange, cool. um, but that shit's worth watching once in a while. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else. She's yeah. That's that's too bad. They. I wonder if they were like made as a band, like created by. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, the the music industry is definitely full of shenanigans. So it's hard to know <laughs> if what is really. Uh, organic and what's m- manipulated or fabricated <laughs> sure well that's true again with the whole idea of like those master tapes being like with the do they bring them up to the executive office and you know, yeah <laughs> a bunch of brooms dancing around and puppets okay that's enough or, and, or putting stuff in the um in the actual sound clips like in the digital or the in little, the, little designs in the digital waves or, or in the milk at the schools in this <laughs> school old school conspiracy um yeah no yes no i definitely i actually in 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 my second year of college i uh snuck somehow into a technical writing course a presentation on backwards messaging so that was fun oh wow yeah it was fun uh, our group was the cool kids we were the artsy weirdo kids and uh somehow they let me be in charge of them so <laughs> it's, it's all right all right good luck this is what you asked for all right um but anyways uh, it was really fun and awesome, and we did like the Beatles and the Led Zeppelin. Um, so I, I have to ask you, like, uh, too, about interiority and spirituality, and what that like, what the aspect of like having an interior conversation with yourself, and not always needing to get information from the outside, but like being able to close your eyes to get into that inner space. Like, what's the importance of that? What does that have to do with spirituality and like that inward outward spiral, if you will? What do, What do you think about that? Well, for me, I won't get into details, but like I've had some stuff happen to me that made me kind of suppress my intuition. And so I have been gradually trying to work on that myself. Um, And tarot is one of the tools that I use Mm. to do that. And journaling, which I've been, I'm very sporadic about everything I do. I'm not very good as far as projects. Like I start like 20 things and and don't finish them. Mm. Um, But yeah, it's, it's something I'm definitely working on and I, and it is very important. Um, like the dream, the dreams, dream journals, that kind of thing. But yeah, I need to be more, a good journal practice is important. Mm-hmm. I can, I, we can talk about that later too. You know what? I'll try to find, um, I'll try to, 
I mean, what, what I do is I just find a, you, you find a time, like Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way is uh, you're getting time in the morning and you get up and do it. I just, at this point, I have my own system of that, but you can basically set a time every morning, make it a priority when you have the most energy in the day. It's already going to, you're going to have the best amount of control over yourself. And that's the best time to also get anything out of the subconscious that's still there too. That goes to the good subconscious. Uh, so that's basically my advice uh, to anyone who wants to keep the dream because that's what I've done for myself. And I've, I just found journals from like 2018. So like, I mean, like I have like, you know, so uh, I was like earlier today, I'm like, Oh, I'm a diarist. <laughs> that sounds fun. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> I had this I'm, habit of a, uh, I would keep diaries when I was yeah. younger, but I'd always end up like ripping page out or throwing them away. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I would be like, Oh, I'm, that was so bad. And just talk. I know it. it's hard to face yeah, yeah. The, the self like that. That's a, uh, People are, uh, there's different kinds of sin and one of them is not facing the shadow. Uh, but yeah, um, so let me ask you, let, let me ask you, like, I don't know what the hell my voice is. <laughs> like this person's taking over now. Don't talk. Like, I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. He, he's just kidding. No, just, anyways. So yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's take that joke far enough. Anyways, what's your favorite season of the year? Well, I love summer. Uh, I live near the beach and I, I, I like it, but it's, it gets too hot sometimes. Though, so. so I get to really enjoy like it in your favorite season of the year though. That's happy. That's, that's really cool. This is your favorite. Yeah, season. Right now it's so yucky because of all the, lockdown, the you know, all the BS with the COVID and everything. Yeah. And humidity is horrible, yeah, it is. but like back home, I actually like summers more, even though I love the beach and I live at the beach. Sure. Um, I'm going to the Cape because it, it was uh, not so humid and not so yucky. Yeah. The, uh, the beach is the place to be. Honestly, I love that area myself. So I, I, I reckon I, I have to agree with you. The fall is all permanently lovely, but I think I, I think everyone like secretly likes the fall, but it's like some weird nostalgic trick. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That's not fair. Fall. You cheated. Fuck, fuck off. Fall. Uh, I'm born. <laughs> I, 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 and I get to, as an emissary of the sun dying going into its fall, which is why uh, Libra is called the fall, by the way, incidentally. Um, I am born on the zero, zero degree point. I'm literally, that's, that's my birthday like, at that time when the sun dies. So sorry. Cool. This is good. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'm a Libra moon. So are you, that's a lovely moon to have. Uh, quite good. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's fun. I mean, just general terms. I mean, fuck it. I mean, I'm a newbie astrologer. It's totally newbie astrologer thing to say probably. <laughs> Anyways, cool. Let's keep moving forward. Now I can recover from my, my, my embarrassment at not knowing everything about astrology already. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. What's so I asked you about what's your, okay, here's one. Uh, I ask an iteration of this often, but like it's, it's, this one's all right. What's the best book for blowing your mind? Ballast blew my mind. All right, cool. Good answer. Yes. I remember, uh, I, which I don't really have a lot of time to sit down with a book. So I try to find audiobooks. Sure. And they're, the audiobook's on YouTube. So it's, you know, you don't have to pay for it or anything. But I remember listening to the audiobook for Ballast. And I think I went through a couple of other ones of Philip K. Dick. And they were just like, yeah, that totally blew my mind. Right on, dude. Cool. Excellent. Well, thanks. Uh, figuring figuring that was much uh much easier to go through than favorite books sometimes i still gotta ask that question but i do like this iteration like best book for blowing your mind you get cool answers like that um dude it's crazy cool that tessa dick is still alive like his wife and stuff like that like, yeah 
we're actually like it's such a weird thing and miguel always talks about the philip k dick universe and such like that so it's like ah this it's so tangible those waters feel so ah i like them is all i'm trying you know so um i, I i'm glad it's i asked a weird that. world I'll tell you what, here's a question. The next question, speaking of such, just to not disappoint anyone, how many numbers are there? <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Good night, folks. All right. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then I said, I mean, what's the best restaurant now or that has been? Hmm. You can also answer both, preferable to both. These are fun questions for fun people. Fun the best restaurant well we were talking about movies earlier too yes. uh bannigan's no shit dude i used to work at bannigan's did you really that's funny <laughs> and that movie always uh makes me think about that but but no um so i always have fond memories of that place even though there's none around here anymore i don't even know if there's still any in existence i remember bannigan um yeah um so that's like, like one that's like non-existent possibly uh there may be like one somewhere yeah well who knows after this year anyways yeah everything is going crazy yeah <laughs> oh no um so uh what about uh what about a future not a future restaurant fuck that shit we're not going there uh what about a now restaurant or maybe someplace that people just need to know about that's like that you want to give a local love like hey if you're ever in the oh yeah area, go here give them the love that kind of thing. That's also a good idea. I love that. Special well, down here. There's like, uh, mm -hmm. there's two places. Uh, one's called the grumpy monk. Nice. Like and they that. have a lot of craft beers. They have like a really diverse menu. They have all kinds of stuff. They have awesome. a lot of vegetarian stuff. They have sushi, like a lot of like comfort food, like just cool. everything. And sushi um, really blew it. That's surprising. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's a random it, it's a random menu, but it's it works for them. I like they have it. a couple places here local, like they made like a little chain, um, and that that does well. Um, and then down in Polly's Island, South Carolina, there's a place called Biscuit. Okay. And um, yeah, there's, Biscuit. there's Biscuit and <laughs> Quick. Yeah, it's B I S Q I T. I think is how you spell it. It's right on. Uh, but they have um, awesome food. Like it's really it's really good. I love this stuff. This is good to know. Yeah. Um, all right, great. Uh, that helps. Let's go with uh, did the blow in the mind, the favorite food, restaurant, weirdest conspiracy. Yeah, these are quite. Who asked these questions? What the fuck? And, <laughs> all right. I, I mean, like we're drying nigh. Uh, I have a birthday card I need to deliver soon. Say a, uh, a. Anyways, needless to say, someone's birthday soon. Um, cool. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Any other uh, parting thoughts or uh, you want to say anything that uh, inspires you that you're inspired to say right now? Hmm. Um, I, I would just say thanks for having me on. And uh, it's the first time I've ever done anything like this. So, I'm stumbling and I do this like weird smacking thing with you my mouth. Great. And I'm so sorry. You did great. I said it three times, and as Lewis Carroll says, anything I say three times must be true. All right. I, I thank you. There you go. And That's it's fun. been a lot of fun, and, uh, uh, you know, I, I enjoy meeting and getting to know people in the community more. Even Mostly all I've seen is, like, their profile picture and their screen name and, you know, a few words back and forth, but it's nice to actually chat and 
get to well, people. again, like, I mean, it goes back to the whole reason, like, I'm glad to be doing this again is because, like, you're out there and you're really cool and people should know about you. It's really like that's there it is. Yeah, anyway. I'm working on getting out there a little bit more, so we'll see. It's all part of it. Like, uh, we all play our roles. Like, I do, I do like the Shakespeare thing with the world's a stage, and definitely, I'm not, you know, I mean, like, I just feel. I feel like making good things happen makes me feel good. I mean, like you don't need to complicate the fuck out of everything sometimes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I definitely I, am with you on that. I'm, I'm more cut to the chase, simple, just get to the point. <laughs> it's very it's useful at times. Cause like there is, there is a point and then the point's like, so then it doesn't have to be a point. It's a breathing and breathing out kind of thing. I think, mm-hmm. Oh, I do have two last things to finish off today on. That felt a little epic. I'm not going to lie. All right. <laughs> I have sh- that same book, by the way. Which one then? The Which 365 one? Tao. Yeah. Isn't it? Or cool? Tao. No, you, you get yep. Tao. Tao, yeah. yeah. People think it's a D, but it's a T, but it's a whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 365 Tao is how I say it myself by Deng Ming Tao with the D Tao. So it's right to whatever. Take your pick. Da, da, da. Wow. I'm going to start sounding like the ping, the ping, the bong. <laughs> it's fun. All right. Let's keep going. I'm going to read today's, by the by. And again, I mentioned today is 183. This is, okay, so, uh, you know, so, so Valerie's familiar with the formatting, but uh, we're going to do it like this. So 183 is middle, and it says, those who attain the middle dominate the whole. So it starts off with a poem. Um, Valerie knows this, and other owners of this fine book know this, and I mean that with enthusiasm beyond what you can muster, like through a podcast, like without me yelling at you. <laughs> so here we go. Today is the 183, 183rd day. It is exactly the middle day out of 365. Once you reach the center of anything, you can dominate the whole in any way you please. In chess, those who gain the middle board are usually in a superior position. In a storm, those who reach the eye are safe. In making decisions, those who cleave to the center are wise. There are 182 days on either side of today to make a year. I just figured out why Blink-182 chose that one. The blink from the center, 182, they dominated the middle, Blink-182. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, So, and that's how the occult works, folks. It's just like, that's not some big fucking, like, let me show you esoteric this or, you know, Bali anyways. Yeah. I'm just saying like, it's more just learn how the languages and use it. The blue, the blue, uh, excuse me, the bird, the B is the bird and the green is the G, Uh, the bird, the, the, the green bird or the uh, bird green language. Anyways, moving forward, there are 182 days on either side of the, to date, like you said, cut cut the bullshit. It's stop <laughs> stop playing with the puppets, children. Live the life. Okay, I didn't just say. Well, I rarely ever talk in that manner. Okay, excuse me. There are 182 days on either side of today to make a year. There is no <laughs> there is no day. We can vote now. There is no center day in an even numbered period. It is the odd numbered set that has a center. It is the odd numbered set that is dynamic. And that's why numerologically, numerologically speaking, as far as I understand it, the female is the um, even number and the uh, masculine is the odd number. But uh, people I've seen different, just saying, I, I understand it for that reason, is the way that the numbers work, the odd being the, uh, the dynamic number. You know? um, 
So any hoot, uh, so in all areas of life, it is good to establish goals and parameters to find the scope of anything that you do. That way you will know when you have reached the center and perseverance will be easier. That's that one. Do you have any thoughts on that while we go for, I love doing, uh, do you have any thoughts, uh, reflections on that before I run to the f next book and final thing in the, uh, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I've, I've always tried to stay in the middle, but it's, it's not easy. So, you know, and it, it kind of goes with the high priestess card mm. that you pulled and yep. You no, know, yeah. Um, I just found a stick of weed in my hair. So <laughs> random show fact for the day. If you, uh, if you donate to the show and message that I will, Find some way to make a fun reward through the value for value role playing game when you play. If you play that, that'll that'll be some good. You know, uh, someone won a a reading with uh, SJ through the value for value role playing game. He opened up a treasure chest. Uh, he was playing through as one of the people playing on the live Six of Wands show. That's how you play the game. You go on the Six of Wands. You can go on the Six of Swords Discord. She's already on the Discord. What's the easiest way to give someone a Discord link? Do you think, by the way? Uh, you can send them a link, but like a like a Twitter, just like say okay. Is this what I was thinking? So, but anyways, like we'll figure that out going forward. But like, uh, you can always get on the Discord. the best way to do that. But when you play on the game, someone uh, opened up a treasure chest, and they won. Uh, one person, one of the people playing, got some armor. Like first, someone got a weapon, then an armor, and then someone won a magic scroll. And this magic scroll, you could plainly see written on it said that they had won a reading with sj anderson for a free natal chart reading so they actually got that by opening up the box in the game and in real life they got a natal chart reading that's worth yeah i mean it's kind of fun so wow you can, yeah that's a great response thank you i mean i'm not <laughs> even thanking you i'm just a humble player here but um, so yeah, right on, dude. Um, let me get to the next book, which is Tolstoy's. I like to do the East meets West because I do like that center. I am a zero zero Libra, which, my God, they'll write it on my grave. Anyways, so I'm really proud of the 28 degree Leo moon that I have. That's the one that caused the eclipse. Mogwai put that eclipse on their every country sun cover. For example, you got to check out the Scottish band Mogwai. Yeah, July the second. There is no other domain where the words of our language are so misused as in the criticism of art, especially of false art. A work of art makes a great impression on us only when it gives us something which, even with all the efforts of our intellect, we cannot understand completely. That was Arthur Schopenhauer. Art has such an impact on people that many strange things can happen in their souls. Mysteries become clearer. Opaque things become evident. Complicated things become simple. What is probable becomes necessary. A real artist always simplifies. Henry Amiel. <laughs> I love it. Remember that you cannot do anything wonderful driven by competition. You cannot do anything noble from pride. John Ruskin. And then Tolstoy finishes by saying, there are two very clear indications of real science and real art. The first inner sign is that a scholar or an artist works not for profit, but for sacrifice, for his calling. The second outer sign is that his works are understandable to all people. 
real science studies and makes accessible that knowledge which people at that period of history think important. And real art transfers this truth from the domain of knowledge to the domain of feelings. Creating art is not as elevated a thing as many people guess, but certainly it is a useful and kind thing to do, especially if it brings people together and arouses kind feelings in them. I like so, that. So beautiful. <laughs> I, I like my life. That's like my motto, I think. <laughs> get that tattoo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I I real I feel you. I I agree with you. Um, we agree there. Um, and I think that like, it's 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 hard to get in a transitory sense, but you know it in action. And it's something like to maximize that in action. It's not just utilitarian, but that's cool enough. To, whatever. It's just making it happen. Um, that's some high priestess shit right there. All right. Uh, well, Valerie Bowie has been a lovely interview. Don't know where the accents come from. It's gone again, thank God. No idea what happened there. Excuse me. Those were not my Russian handlers. All right. So anyway, can you see the badumts? All right. Anyways, so it's about time for me to saddle on that dusty. What is it? Uh, anyways, about time to saddle on that dusty. All right, uh, Valley, do you have any parting words or anything before we walk the mutual silence plank? Nope, I think I'm good. <laughs> cool, man. Me too. <laughs> um, I want to remind people donating to the show is easy as pie, and you don't have to recite it up to a certain number even. You can just go to paypal.com and go to uh, the, uh, how you say, the destination. Put your occultfan at gmail.com in there. Any amount, a popular amount uh, right now, especially in our fledgling years, is uh, the 11 a month. Those who donate that amount get a one-hour on the 11th of every month, uh, round table chat. We just shoot the shit and say what's up and uh, you know, keep it easy. Nothing too crazy, but uh, if you have any magic questions, spirit questions, stuff like that, I'll pretend to know what I'm talking about. So, um, you know, uh, that's a good way to do is 11.11 a month at paypal.com. Set it up real easy. I, I set it up for you, but you know, your keyboard might be sticky or something. I don't know. So do that and we will uh, see you in the next episode, which is usually the Six of Cups. But uh, Valerie, again, you've been awesome, and I really thank you. And uh, do you have any quotes for us before you go? Well, I found that one quote from uh, Miss from uh, Swordfish, and and he he puts the word misdirection in front of it, but it says what the eyes he eyes see and the ears hear, the mind believes, and it's actually a quote from Harry Houdini. Well, that blows my mind. All right, excellent. Thank yeah. you. Great way. Let's uh, let's end it on that. <laughs> All right. On yeah yeah. Um, what I didn't mention because the show had gotten longer, or I, I guess it was just time or whatever. You know, it was time to go, so I didn't mention. I wanted to just bring it up now. And uh, so uh, what it was is that we're watching Dark. Uh, my better half and I uh, are watching Dark right now, and uh, even Kotzi, Jake Kotzi, seems to be referencing this stuff about. So it was just uh, it was interesting because Houdini was mentioned, you know, and of course there's just all this other stuff about that. Uh, so yeah, all right, uh, that's about enough for now. I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna call this show as it is, but uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, 
that's really great. Uh, if you want to get on the Six of Swords Discord, make sure you do that. Uh, over at occultfan at uh, gmail.com, you can hit me up, and I will do that. But also, uh, donate if you like. And uh, if you're getting the value for value, definitely check out the value for value role-playing game. That's a lot of fun. All right, there's... It's, a, it's, a, it's hyper-sigil-esque is the way to put it. All right, thanks, and uh, see ya.